Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Joelle, and I know this isn't what you're usually used to hearing when you turn on Fake Doctors Real Friends, but it's Thanksgiving weekend, and the guys needed a break. Daniel needed some rest, Zach needed a break, uh, you know, Donald's probably hitting that Peloton before the turkey comes. We are tired. <laughs> <laughs> but we also know that you guys have missed hearing from us. And to be honest, we don't like leaving you without an episode. It doesn't leave a good feeling in our stomachs. So this week, I decided to round up my four favorite fan calls, condense them into one episode, and call it Fan Appreciation. Guys, your messages, your beautiful artwork, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but you're a part of the show. Um, when we pitch to advertisers, when we talk to people at large about the show, it's first Zach and Donald's relationship. That's obviously the first pillar that everyone looks to. It's our guiding light. It's the love between those two. But the second thing we talk about, it's always you guys. It's the fun that you bring to the show, our favorite fan calls. You know, we look forward to those every week. And so this week we're going to honor you guys, honor the fans the people we are thankful for. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I picked some calls, and a funny thing I noticed about the calls is that all of them have like special guests on. So it's not just, you know, Bill, who we love. We have his first call on here, but you know, also Shay. There's something special in those episodes that goes beyond just our typical episodes. When we have a guest on, 
we're getting other stories. We're getting new perspectives. We always learn a little something about ourselves. And when you add the fan call to that, it's chaos. We never know what's going to happen. And it's turned out some of our very most best, our most memorable experiences. So I've collected them here to share with you. I hope you guys enjoy. And without further ado, five, six, seven, eight. Here's some stories about a show we made About a bunch of dogs and nurses And a janitor who loved to hate I said here's some stories That you all should know So gather around to hear our Gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch show with Zach and Dono The first fan call I chose came from Mark Now, this is all the way back in season one, episode three. And what I loved about Mark's call was that he got into the idea of what guy love meant to a lot of straight guys. And it's extra fun because Bill is here and he called Mark an evil villain for having a cat in his lap. Delightful. Enjoy this relic. Bill, we take a caller here on on our show, and it looks oh, like. Oh, I... By the way, I just thought it was a supervillain because it is uh, as a, a, a gentleman that is he's got a cat. He literally just has a for, cat for on you, his lap. For you guys listening at home, uh, uh, his picture came up on Zoom, and he's petting a cat like like the evil genius, like Doctor Evil. You all are enjoying talking about your show. Well, I have bad news. That's funny. Um, all right, Joel, go ahead and introduce him. Yes. Hi, Mark. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, everyone. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, hey, we hear you just fine, Mark. This is my first ever Zoom meeting. I've never done this. I'm glad it's working. I'm glad you're here. Well, Mark, you picked a good episode uh, to uh, be on because you have the creator of the whole show, Bill Lawrence. So if you have a question for uh, any of us, go ahead. Oh, well, hello, Bill Lawrence, and hello, all of you. That's awesome. Hey, Mark. I'm uh, so glad to be here. Where do you live, by the way? Uh, I live in Chicago. I'm on the northwest side of Chicago, up in uh, Avondale, Old Irving Park area. Chi-town, stand up! We were just talking about Neil Flynn. That's where, uh, that's the area of the world that he is from, my friend. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. But not your specific area, but he's from Chicago. No, but he's not like downstairs right now. Right now. No, 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 no. I mean, he could be. All right, go ahead, Mark. All right. Even from the earliest episodes, uh, Scrubs wasn't afraid to raise social issues uh, and took a clear stance that I thought prioritized, like, well-being of people over the economics and insurance bureaucracy. I felt like this helped a lot of young people, myself included, start thinking about the human side of healthcare uh, and healthcare like as a human right for the first time and sort of some of those more serious issues. So I was just wondering if you guys recalled uh, any specific moments from production episodes or moments on set that might've changed or influenced the way you guys view the sort of work done by uh, your characters or just sort of the healthcare system as a whole. Wow! I'll let Donald and uh, and Zach answer this for the show. I will tell you, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, Mark, because the real JD and my pal, we were both kind of screw ups with a lot with very little direction as young guys. And I remember asking him what the hell he was doing going back to pre med, and he talked about wanting to be of service, you know. And his viewpoint right now, you know, not to make this too poignant. Um, I FaceTime with him every night when he gets off work because he's running the COVID command center. He's running the whole ICU for this hospital, as we spoke about, and it helps him decompress and not take that stuff into his family. And he, as a caregiver, cares so much more about the humanistic side than any, any of this other bullshit. And he instilled that upon me 
And he said we could steal all of his stories, but we could never have a callousness. He said he was only interested in me stealing his stories and his life and his name if uh, the undercurrent of the show was that it was about a bunch of people, flaws and all, that cared most about helping and taking care of other people. So that was part of the series, and I'll weave the rest to Donald and Zach. But that's cool that you asked that because I think about him every day. He's, he's out there doing stuff well, much more I, important than of this. Of course, and, 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 and it's, it's the perfect question for this era, Mark, because these, these, these medical professionals and everyone who's working in the industry, whether you're a doctor, a nurse, or a, 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 a janitor, a, a medic, everyone who's in this environment is uh, has, 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 the world is finally seeing uh, in the spotlight how heroic these people are. And I think I always felt when we were making the show that Bill was really shining a light on how dedicated these these folks were and how they had to deal with life and death every single day. One thing that really st- stood out for me when you when you asked your question was the I remember learning that the nurses really run the show. Um, I hadn't spent much time in a hospital when we started making Scrubs, and I, I learned that the doctors can't do it without the nurses and the nurses are the ones who are on the front lines and the doctors have to be rotating and they can't do anything without the help of amazing nurses. It wasn't until I spent more time in hospitals with my, both my father and my sister getting sick that I really, I, I, and this was after scrubs, but I remember being like, wow, this is everything we were doing is so real. I'm witnessing it on the front lines that we see that doctor like every now and then but man, these nurses, and when we have a good one, it is such a difference and, and, and make, puts a smile on my sick father's face. And when we have one that's a little bit aloof, it just drives you crazy. And I, I just really, um, I, it really came home to me, uh, everything we had been doing on the show, how crucial and how important uh, the people on the front lines, particularly in this anecdote I'm telling the, the nursing staff of, of hospitals were to me. The one thing that really sticks out for me is to piggyback on what Bill said is you know, for some hospitals, if you don't have insurance, you can't get treated. And the one thing that Scrubs did, which I thought was amazing, was we had a bunch of the doctors on the show were a bunch of rule breakers, benders, especially when it came to something like that. You know what I mean? That was always special for me because, you know, a lot of people don't have great insurance, especially right now. A lot of people don't have it. and Or any insurance at all. Yeah. And Test any insurance at all. Thank you, Zach. And tests cost a lot of money. You know what I mean? And if there are rule breakers and rule benders out there that can save lives in that way, I'm, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? And I love that we had people on the show like Dr. Cox when Kelso's trying to get this person out of the hospital. Cox comes up with so many different ways to get this, to get this guy a bed. And I thought that was just amazing. Hey, Mark, the, uh, uh, we obsess so much about your question all in terms of the character, Dr. Kelso. There's an episode that you guys might remember. I I remember the song and the scenes that, uh, because the real JD, he runs a hospital now, and he's like, and you're forced with having to make these decisions for the greater good. And there's an episode in which Dr. Kelso, you know, has to punt a guy, you know, uh, from treatment. They, They don't have insurance, don't have money, in an effort to still build other stuff and to have money to save other people. And we made this joke about how every time Dr. Kelso's foot hits the bottom of the stairs when he leaves the hospital, he starts whistling as if the day doesn't even affect him. And at the end of that episode, even he, because he knew he was directly responsible for his guy not getting care, 
uh, his foot hits and he, he has a moment. You can see it's really hard for him to start whistling again. There's a Citizen Cope song called Sideways playing. And so we just wanted to make sure that the people weren't the villains and that the system was. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that you noticed that and asked about it. Awesome. Thank you guys for giving such detailed, great responses. Uh, sure. I, mean, I think it just speaks to how much you guys feel for this show and put into this show. It really comes across. And I think that's why I've been such a big fan for so long. So thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thanks so much hey. for asking your question. Yeah, Do you want to ask another question? Oh, sure. Uh, All right. You get one more. All right. So uh, this episode, episode three, uh, and the show as a whole, I think has a lot of moments that, uh, exemplify really healthy, often sensitive uh, male relationships, both your guys' Turk and JD, uh, and JD and Dr. Cox and other ones. And I was just wondering if you guys could maybe talk a little bit about what was important to you guys uh, to have positive sort of emotional moments between you know, bros and, and how that might have affected your real life friendship. I, I think that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it with Bill on the show, because for me, I really felt in a positive way, granted, we, we joked about it a lot, but I thought in a positive way, we were showing, you know, when we were growing up, I mean, when Donald, I'm, uh, Bill's a smidgen older than us, but when Donald and I were growing up, you know, anything you did that was emotive towards a guy, you were called gay and it was derogatory and it was negative. And it was just an adjective in high school and junior high and middle school and everything was, and I always, as someone who was, uh, it's not, no surprise, I'm, I'm similar in a lot of ways to JD. I always felt like but this is who who I am. I am a guy who is a hugger and who's emotional and wears his heart on his sleeve and loves musicals, who happens to be a, a heterosexual. And I felt like Bill wrote a character, a friendship that was like, well, we're going to show that that's okay to men in a way, because I, I've noticed it in my life, you know. The fact that Donald and I would hug and stuff, you know, I did a Broadway show and and Scrubs fans would come to the to the stage door and they'd be like, JD, can I have a hug? And I would always kind of laugh. It was almost like the show was giving a certain community of men, telling them that it was okay to, you're not going to, no matter what your sexuality is, who cares? It's not going to be threatened by being like JD, just being who you truly are. And I I always thought that that was, uh, was a really positive thing that that Bill put out there. Yeah, I loved, I loved the fact that the two of them were so comfortable around each other that they could be like brothers and lie in the same bed in their underwear and it not be a thing for them. You know what I mean? I, I, I like that. And I think that storyline definitely transferred into my real life with Zach. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like my comfortability about being around other men uh, and, and not being afraid to be who I am and accept who they are it's all because of Scrubs, you know what I mean? I, I've played best friends in uh, other projects, and, you know, you play the tough guy, et cetera, et cetera. But with these guys, none of that stuff mattered. What mattered was that they loved each other at the end of the day. And I, I cherish the fact that I can have friendships with men, and I can say to them, I love you, and it not be looked at as a bad thing. It's a weird topic for me because, you know, JD was based on real JD, Donald was based on Doctor, but the truth is, with these two characters anyways, I always joked around that I was kind of wrestling with both sides of myself because I am, um, I played sports and was the high school jockey type guy 
that uh, was afraid of this stuff. And on the other side, I do. Zach and I share a love of Broadway musicals. Bill can and, sing uh, Les Miserables in French. Go, Bill. Qui est moi pour je condamne cet homme pour servitude? All right, whatever. <laughs> and uh, the whole you know, was I that cool Ferrac? You take the watch. They may that was a, who am I? Light. Donald, that's a digression. We'll sing Les Mis in later episodes. Uh, okay, okay. The, uh, uh, so I was me. always wrestling as a young man with, you know, which which lane I fit in and wishing that it would be easier just to not have to pick a lane. And then these guys, look, the truth is, whenever you create a relationship as a writer, it's yours for a second. And then the actors, if they're great, they wrestle ownership from you. And what starts out as 80, 20 years, you know, quickly in this show became 50, 50, mine and theirs, and then became all theirs in a way that I would write moments that weren't supposed to be bromance moments, you know, like whether it was them wanting to hug each other, you know, at the end. And then when I look in the dailies, they're rubbing their faces and heads against each other. <laughs> like, that's my, that's my, by the way, my, that's my, my favorite meme ever. My favorite gift is, my favorite gift is the yeah, one of me and Don rubbing that. our heads. I that's use it all the, the time. That's one ever. People, so, are, people, are, uh, people are always like, you using gifts of yourself? I'm like, yeah, that one I do. Because it really looks uh, like yeah, we're trying way, to smell each other, dude. That it really looks like By it. the way, I think one of you ad-libbed in that you smell like an athlete. And uh, in a way that you're just so happy. So my point is, I was doing it as an intellectual exercise and these guys made it something more. And it's all about their, you get lucky on a TV show when what you're watching feels even more real because the undercurrent of it, their intense friendship is real. You know, I, I also like that when we meet people nowadays, they're so eager to talk about their best friend and how much they love their best friend. You know what I mean? And that 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 makes me feel great. You know, oh, he's the brown bear to my vanilla bear or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I honestly think it gave us a, a certain community of men who watched the show and were open to it, a sort of permission to 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 be more true to who they were. As, as, Mark, as, if you want to if you want to indulge my version of Googling my own name is I'll occasionally go looking at all these wedding videos where the best man sings guy love to the, the groom. They're fantastic. There's like a thousand of them out there. And it always starts with a fake setup. He's like, you know, I was trying to think of what to toast and what to blah, blah, blah. And I thought it's probably better to do in song there, taste the facts. Oh. Yeah. And then the groom, the groom always stands up with a microphone too because they've rehearsed it 20 times. And I'm at home by myself just going like this. Applauding. <laughs> I love it. All right, Mark, thank you for two awesome questions. Yes, thanks, thanks man. Thanks for having me. That was great. All right, stay right safe. Nice meeting you, Mark. Hey, stay safe, buddy. Take care. Be healthy. Uh, we will be right back after someone talks to you. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. And we're back. Y'all, wasn't that so cute? Oh my God, I want to die. Adorable. Um, okay, so now we're going to skip all the way ahead to 305. This was <laughs> one of my favorite guests. Kate came on and blew all of y'all away. I have literally never received as many Twitter notifications, Instagram DMs asking about Kate and her story. 
I chose Kate because she wrote to me and said that she was breastfeeding and that the latching situation was as we described on the show. And so I thought it would be fun to like maybe trip up the guys with, you know, an actual breastfeeding mom. But Kate came on and blew us all away and then had that great conversation with Casey. Oh, man, I really enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's Kate. And we're back. And we're back. We have Jay Serrano, Zach Jay Serrano, Brad, and our Monique, guest and is Goodman. about to come on. I'm Donald Faison, and we just connected to. Uh-oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> oh, Kate. she's she's pulling a Sarah Chalk. You're you're muted now, Kate. Unmuted, Kate. This is unmuted. very Sarah Chalk esque. And, <laughs> and now you're one Kate. step away from dropping your iPad in the tub. No. Oh no, no. Kate, hit the okay. microphone in the bottom left. The microphone in the bottom left. Kate, you see that red? Symbol? Might change oh, your. Uh, change Did I do it? Yeah. <laughs> Joelle, I warned you in my email that I'm kind of like a real life Elliot, and I just I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. Kate, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something, Kate. It looked like you gave up even before we said her yeah, mic she was, was like, out. Fuck it. She was like, I'm done. I'm not even going to do fake doctors anymore. I don't even want to do fake doctors anymore. I didn't. I, I didn't want to be on this fucking show anyway. It's very hard to get on this show. I don't think you give up if your mic's on mute just for a second. I think you <laughs> really... Right, Joelle? You, 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 you should focus. Yeah, no, you she sift, got it, though. You sift through a lot of uh, of people that want to be on this um, program. Guys, I, do. I, am, I am so prepared. I mean, I have like... A hairband, a mask, a martini, a water bottle. This, a this isn't. This like, is. This isn't. Let's make a deal. You're not going to need those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm. I'm currently hiding from my family, like you, Donald, and like I have been sitting here, like you're not going to fuck this up, Glenn. Listen, no, listen. In all seriousness, Kate, there's no wrong answer. All right, if you say anything horrible, it'll be amazing. People love it. <laughs> I, I, I think. Great. I think. Okay, so you like to go by Zelensky? Oh well, my my. I, sometimes when I'm mad at myself, I call myself by my maiden name, which is Riley. Okay. Um. So that's why I stuttered because I usually when I'm like fuck Riley, fuck you know that's okay. like. So wow, I was trying you to are say very Elliot esque. You're very improving okay. to be very Elliot esque. That was that was a lot like Elliot going fuck fuck. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, it's 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 real. It's it's not a great way to go through life, guys. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the program. It's called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. We have the legendary uh, writer and uh, and personality. What are you besides a writer, Shay? You're a just, philanthropist. Just a That's all. No, you're a writer. You're a philanthropist. You're a Twitter superstar. Mm. Uh, getting Shay, worse and worse. Shay Serrano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> writer, philanthropist, writer, philanthropist first, then Twitter superstar. Has only OnlyFans if you're interested. Like just oh, Shay. I'd go, on, I'd go on Shay's OnlyFans. All right. Donald, have you ever been on an OnlyFans? I don't think we're allowed on OnlyFans. No, I'm not allowed on an OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I don't think our women, I don't think our I women want, would support us. Want, on well, you're paying money. I wonder, I wonder, I really do wonder what OnlyFans is like, because it can't just be somebody on OnlyFans just sitting there naked like this is what I do. Well, isn't it just like, I don't know, Joelle, do you know what it is? Isn't it just like a strip club, but someone's house? Why you got to go to Joelle? Uh, You can come to me. I've lived with a lot of sex workers over the year, cam boys and girls and such. Let's wow. talk about that. No, sorry. Wait, the listen. <laughs> wait, sorry, Kate. Kate, Kate, you can, Kate, you can mute your mic again. Now, Joelle, you live with sex workers. <laughs> yeah, there's Kate, a whole Kate, no, era no. of Joelle y'all know nothing about. Wow, that uh, sounds like a good podcast. Uh, yeah, one day I'll talk about my my college days. But uh, yeah, the kids, you know, they enjoy it. They love they love the OnlyFans. 
And yeah, it's just it's just amateur porn essentially. But the cool thing about OnlyFans, you're paying the sex worker directly as opposed to a large company or getting it for free. Mm, you know, I see. A so the cam. Sorry to interrupt, but the cam things they take a giant cut, whereas this goes directly to the person. Mm -hmm. okay. And they can control how much it charges and all of that stuff. So there's some issues with the app that I'm not, you know, knowledgeable enough to talk about it. But do you yeah. think that Donald Didn't and like I um, Bella could... Thorne make like two, four, like 24 million or very something controversially. like that? Yeah, very that's, 24 controversially. million, not 24 million. How much did she make? A lot. Something. Like 20 something, like 20 something million is what oh, I Oh, because I then it was she's two million. Then but, she said but, she wasn't going to no. do anything nude. And everyone was like, well, then what do we all pay for? And then she was like, yeah, right. Pretty much, pretty okay. much the story. <laughs> Hi, Kate. Uh, Sorry, at Kate. At this juncture, I feel Sorry. like I should tell them why I picked you. Sorry, Kate, go ahead. We, we, uh, we digress. Joel, I don't know if you picked me because of my signs or because of my situation or... Uh, we can do situations and then sign because I really Got wanted it. to... Have, yeah. Okay, well, um, uh, Zach, I am so touched at how protective you are of we nursing mothers who are fans mm. of the show yes because you know people will tell you even in like La let Leche her speak League, donald which, let like, her speak you know way to go la leche league and everything but they'll tell you you know breastfeeding is the most natural thing in the world and it's like nope it's hard it's really hard for a lot of us not everyone can do it and we just have mm. to feed our babies and the latch thing is real the mm -hmm. open wound nipples thing is real and it's mm -hmm you're sobbing at five in the morning trying to give your child nourishment. And so I don't listen to your podcast while nursing because of Donald's loud voice. <laughs> but I just wanted to ask Joel. I mean, I listen every week. I'm an enormous fan of the podcast Kate, and the show. Kate, you're done. You're done. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm not. But no, 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 because I want I want the Oprah voice, Donald. Yeah. I do. She, I just she don't wants want to have her cake and eat it too, Donald. Yeah, she'll never get it again. She wants the Oprah voice. She just doesn't want it while she's dealing with a, Kate, a, trick, a tricky latch. Here's what tricky you latch. Here's what you don't know, Kate. Zach was being facetious when he made, talked about the latch and everything like that. He doesn't care about your nipples. He doesn't care I about, do. about your I do. I care about Kate's areolas. And let me tell you something. I had so many people tell me uh, that that they listen while breastfeeding. And I thought it was very charming. And, of course, if I was breastfeeding, I would get lost in a good podcast, too. It's perfect. You're stuck so when at you, home. You yeah. can't. And it's also COVID. So it's not like I get an escape by, like, being like, I'm going to go to a movie, you know, and sleep in a movie theater. There's nothing hmm. to do. I'm stuck at home. I'm on the couch. I'm nursing. I'm pumping. I'm holding my mama's boy, baby boy. And so there's not a lot to do, but I listen to the podcast in my car because I still do my family's grocery shopping. And I listen in my car and I sit in the grocery store parking lot with a drive-through coffee for like 10 or 15 extra minutes. And then I get home and I'm like, the lines were so long. Whoa, I just wanted to get out of there because I'm yes. just hiding from my family. So you guys are my escape. Yes. And that's I what I told Joel. Yeah. Thank you. Kate, you have a decision to make then because oh I will make a promise to you right now that I won't yell anymore so you can listen while you're breastfeeding. No, I, don't do you, that, Kate. While you got Donald, your I would, I would never, I cannot... I will give though. you that or no. I will give you the parking lot. Which one do you want? She wants the parking lot. <laughs> it's her meantime. You okay. know why? Because if I took away the Oprah introductions from all future guests, I would I would hate myself. Yes. Would a lot of people crazy. only a lot of people only listen to the show to, to hear Donald's Oprah voice. Kate Zelinsky, 
Fuck them. It's all about you, Kate. I'm doing this for you and only you. Are you kidding? This is the first thing that's been about only me since my toddler's school shut down and my job ended with in March. Like this is the thing that is Kate, this is the only thing that's been only me. Kate, you sound like my wife. Hold on, I'm gonna go get her. No, don't I go get her. I love your wife. Why are you love getting her? Oh Jesus. What is oh, because she, I know why. Because she's fixing to rant about Donald not helping enough. And I'll bet he thinks this is going to be some couples counseling if he lets her rant on the show. <laughs> These people didn't tune in for fucking Donald's couples counseling. They tuned in for a Scrubs podcast. Um, Kate, where do you uh, live? I live in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Um, but I'm currently, the reason I have like this time to do it, we're currently visiting um, my parents at their... Um, lake house in north carolina so i'm in oh, north carolina oh that's got to be beautiful a lake house it's wonderful it's an insane beautiful welcoming house on a beautiful lake it's so nice to get away so kate we're going to jump ahead to fix your life real quick Why? here's my wife okay <laughs> uh uh this is case this is casey cobb this hi. is kate zelensky hi casey hey, kate hi kate, guys casey your hair looks beautiful today Thanks, I got it colored. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Kate, uh, Kate was just sharing how hard it is to be a mom and to have every single one of your minutes of your day go to taking care of your children and your family. And Donald said, let me go get my wife. <laughs> so maybe you can speak to, to, to how you're coping and, and how, you're, how you're making that work. Because I, I know for a fact Donald isn't necessarily pulling his weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I have to be honest, Kate, today I left and I went and got my hair done Good for you, because Good for you. you know what? I had grays all the way down to my ears and you know what? I knew that this was the only thing I could do for myself. Granted, I came home and there was shit everywhere <laughs> and the kids ate donuts on their lunch break <laughs> and you know, complete shit show, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But Look but, at my, you know, my my husband told me yesterday I have white trash roots because my hair hasn't been colored since February. White trash oh roots. And I said, honey, God. that's so yeah. lovely of you to tell your nursing wife, mother of two, full-time everything. Oh my I, God. I, I, and I'm, you're nursing? Said, oh, oh my God. Casey, you told me once that you were like, because Kate just told a story about how sometimes she uh, listens to the podcast and stays extra long in the supermarket parking lot. And you told me a story once where you were like, I, I, I wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, but I chose a Chick-fil-A like 45 minutes away because I needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it, it was literally the day that they announced that schools were closing and we or not that schools were closing. They closed, you know, in the spring of last year. But then when we weren't going back in the fall and they they told us and I literally just said, I'm going to go pick up Chick-fil-A for everyone. I got in the car and I drove 45 minutes to Chick-fil-A and cried my eyes out the entire way there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so hard because you know what? And I'm sure your husband thinks he's helping, but he's not. No. How <laughs> about the breastfeeding story? We, we all know it? he's not. I mean. No. In fact, in fact, we are going on our first date um, since October 31st, 2019 tonight. Um, oh. I, we're at my parents' lake house. Oh. They're going to watch the kids and we're celebrating our anniversary, which was uh, last week. Oh. It's our first date out. So I put on makeup for the first time in yeah. God knows how long. And my husband looked at me and he was like, are you in a play tonight? And oh I was like, no, God. you just, yeah. you just, you just it's, haven't seen me in makeup in a million years. I don't like his years. husband so far. No, like, yeah. you, know, Zach, you have to like <laughs> this husband because my husband is an ER physician who actually okay, has well, a, 
now I that like him, but I yeah. wish he wasn't A, making fun of your makeup, and B, making fun of your roots. Those two things I don't like. Yeah. And C, and C, I bet he still made you have sex when you came home. Wow. Well, Kate might not want to reveal that, uh, Casey. Okay, this is a guest in our, in our contest. I apologize, Kate. I'm sorry. Um, sometimes it's Ooh. literally just let me have three hours on the couch after the kids go to bed to not talk to me, not do anything. Just let me watch my crappy TV and you load mm. the dishwasher and, mm. and don't even talk to me till the next morning. I'm dreaming and that's heaven. sexual. And then Casey and I text about the true crime shows we're watching. Yeah. Donald, Donald doesn't watch them. So Casey and I are like the, the two women and like drinking our white uh, wine being like, did you see this one? <laughs> uh, it's hard. I mean, it is. It's true. It's so hard. And I don't I wish I knew how to fix it. But no, you, you uh, can't imagine how happy my husband is for me in this moment. He like he has my daughter fishing on the dock. My mom has my 10 week old son. Like he was like, get your shower, like get your ready. Like he, you know, like he, he had me go shopping for a dress for our date tonight. He like sent me to an outdoor Aww. mall with my mask. Aww. Like he is actually Zach. like he is the most supportive, okay. incredible I'm like, guy. I'm liking him a little more. You had me at ER doc. Okay. <laughs> he is an ER doctor with a second specialty in hospice and palliative care. And that oh, takes a now, really now special person. I know. I've, I've been through it. I know. I've been through it with my, my dad and my sister. So I know yeah. who they are. And I, uh, and actually, yeah. So yeah, okay. I like him but again. You, just tell him not to make fun of your fucking roots, or I'll punch no, him. No, you know what? It's just kind of like Casey. You understand? Like Donald yeah. says all the time. Like you know, it's kind of fun to shit talk your husband. You love him more than life itself. But it's just so fun to every once in a while be like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do it more than I probably should. But <laughs> tell, tell, tell him about the time oh, you were stop. thirsty and. Okay, I will. But hold, let me tell you one thing though. A lot of the times, even though we blame the husbands, a lot of it is the kids because you know what? We do everything without even thinking that there have been times that Donald is standing right next to me and they're like, mom, I need this. And the other kid is mom, but you didn't do this. And Donald's just sitting there zoned out watching TV. And it's, and I had, I just recently asked Donald, I just recently started saying, guys, you have another parent right yeah. here. Yeah. You, know, you have to redirect because you end up doing it all yourself because you do it oh, yeah. faster, better, and it gets done. You know, my daughter at like nine in the morning, cause she's knows how to play me now during COVID will come into my bathroom and open the shower curtain for like my once a week shower. I get and be like, can I have chocolate milk? And I'm like, what's your dad doing? And she's like, watching the news. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, it's 9 a.m. No, you can't. She's like, why? And I was like, fine. Yes. And it's just like, fine. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. I give up. I bet, I bet during COVID, a lot of you moms are, are, are probably have to. And Shay, I know you feel free to weigh in. Shay's got kids. I know a lot of you parents must be like a lot. Do you go quicker to... Fuck it. Yes. Have chocolate milk at nine. 100%. That's yeah. why they had donuts for lunch today, yeah. dude. That's I, feel, I feel no shame about it. Zizi, my daughter Zizi, usually after her nap, watches one 22-minute like, Winnie the Pooh episode. And every day she's like, can I have two? And I'm like, you know what? Like, you've already watched your show. She's like, why? And I'm like, fine. <laughs> fine. Have three. Have yeah. three. Have, have four. Your dad's in the ER till midnight tonight. Have four. You know, I'm nursing. It's true. You have you have to find something that you like to do or something for you that nobody else likes to do. And then you get to do it alone and you're on your own. Right. So now here's the, the problem now. Here's the problem now. I've right. been saying that. Forever, babe. You just gotta find a hobby. You gotta find something that you like to do by yourself. Uh -huh. You gotta do. You gotta find what it is that you want to do. When right. I say that shit, I'm an asshole, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
But now she just fit that game to all what if of her the- hobby. What if her hobby is you fucking do the shit for a fucking couple hours while I go upstairs and watch fucking true crime? That that's my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired to do anything else. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I regret bringing my wife up to this conversation now. I it's your fault, Dad. It's all you're the one who ran and got her. My Amazing. hobby happens to be kind of beneficial to the whole family. I love to cook. I oh. love to cook. Everything's about cooking. In fact, when I am nursing Zach, because I can't listen to this podcast because while I'm nursing, because Donald's so loud, I watch. Um, <laughs> I say that too. I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I watch um, episodes of the Barefoot Contessa because she's yes! so soothing. Joelle, do you love her? I, I love, love her. her. Goals, oh goals, 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 goals. I don't watch her. Goals. But have you guys seen, sorry, this is a total non sequitur, but have you guys seen My Octopus Teacher? No. Uh, no, I've never even Oh, my God. That. You guys? Shay? <laughs> I know you love good fucking shit. Write this down. Good my Octopus shit. Teacher. It's on Netflix. That. Okay, I'll watch that. If you're listening to this, don't turn off the podcast, but jot down in your brain, My Octopus Teacher. <laughs> It's on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. And it is an amazing documentary about uh, a, a man who befriends an octopus. Zach, I love your I love your constant fear that when you recommend something, people are going to be like, fuck yeah. And like turn off the podcast and immediately watch it. <laughs> well, because I think I'm a really good. I think I'm I think I'm very good. I think I'm very good at rolling people and rolling people. I can be like, listen, I can convince you. You have to watch this show. It's so amazing. I think. I'm pretty decent at getting people riled up to try something, but I don't want to rile them too far where they're like, fuck this podcast. I'm going to watch the octopus teacher now. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. Casey, okay, we love bye, you. Bye. bye. Thank Kate. you, Casey. Bye, Thank bye, you. Casey. Thank you. Your hair looks lovely. Good for oh, you. Thank you. Good, Good colorist. Good bye. colorist. Oh my gosh. She's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. She's very pretty. Donald doesn't know how good he has it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I do. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, well, that was kind of fix your life. It. So, Dan, let's do it. Let's do a, a, a posthumous. Posthumous? How do you say that word? Sure, posthumous. Yeah. Sure. yeah. A posthumous uh, playing of the fix your life music right here. Kate, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> um, do you have a question um, for for any of us? Uh, I know you have to go because you have date night. But do you have a no? Question? But actually, our, our our the other couple that's driving forty five minutes from Asheville just told me they're running late, so that gives me oh, a little bit more time. Oh shucks! All right, so go I ahead. won't take up your time, but you can take up mine now. Go ahead, Kate. Um, What's your question? Yes, I'm actually really glad that Shay's here because um, my we first question is about cast and crew. Zach, it's it's for uh, you mainly. I've always wondered how, when an actor is a star of a piece, kind of like Kevin Costner does all the time, mm-hmm. and they also direct. Yes. So you've directed episodes of Scrubs and you know uh, other projects that you've been the star of. Who directs you when you're in the scene? And I don't mean like, here's your mark, here's your sightline. I mean, like right. you finish a take with Donald and there, and you know, I'm sure you're not like, uh, Donald, you know, a little bit less and, uh, you know, Judy, uh, uh, you know, that was seemed a little whiny and mean. No notes, I'm perfect. You know, like, so who's behind it's camera? A very good, it's a very good question. And, it's a very yeah. good question. Um, so on, I'll just use the Scrubs example. There'd be uh, the writer of the episode. In this case, it's Mike Schwartz. Um, and he would be sitting behind the monitor. Bill, of course, would come to the very first rehearsal of every scene. And he would watch it. He'd watch my blocking. He'd he didn't care too much about where the where the camera was for the specific director, and especially when he trusted them. But he, but he was basically blocking them. And most importantly, as the showrunner writer, are the jokes playing? 
And when the jokes weren't playing, he'd tweak them or rewrite them. And so he would see and he'd go, oh, so he could give me a note. And he'd right. be like, you know, when you do that line with Donald, I, you got to have more energy because of X, Y, and Z. And I go, got it, got it. And then he'd go off to go write with the writers. The writer of that particular episode would stay on set at the monitors. So very often I would, when the camera's on me and I'm directing, I would then, obviously you can tell if the crew's laughing. If I'm, a, if I'm in a scene with Donald and I'm making him laugh, I'm feeling good about it. On my weeks, we would have playback. We, we, we wouldn't always have playback because it's a time suck. But on when I'm directing, I would have a the ability to go back and play back the take and go, okay, that was good, let's move on. So I do need to be able to play back the video. And then I would just check in with, with the, whatever writer it was. But, you know, one thing I got good at was, was kind of sensing when I did Garden when I Garden City, which I was here, being on camera and directing myself, you kind of just start to get a sense of, like, I, I, I know when I'm good, I know when I suck. I know when I, that felt weird. Right. I didn't I, didn't I mean, like do you it. just get to the point where you can be really honest with yourself and know when you're not in your rhythm, but you yeah. maybe need that writer or that, AD or someone to be for you to be like, was that yes. too big? And for them to be like, yeah, that was too big. You definitely need a producer type who you trust, who's fun, who's a good writer, I think, uh, and or a first AD, assistant director, or sometimes a cinematographer I've had a great relationship with who's who'll whisper in your ear something. That really, that really helps because I've had times where I went, where I did like on Alex Inc., I remember doing like a really funny take and I'm directing and I think it's good, but I'm a little insecure about it. And I go to the, I, I'm excited, like sort of like walking back to the monitors and no one's there. And I'm like, this, I don't like, this feels like tightrope walking without, without a net because right. I, I, I don't know. I need fucking help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that, um, I, I much prefer it. Um, when I have people I trust that I can like, do you think that's good? Yeah. The great thing about, I, my favorite thing about acting, directing is that I can steer the scene from within. So if I, if in my opinion, I want Donald to be, ang Turk, Donald, to be angrier in this moment, I'm going to fucking come at him harder. I'm going to be more aggressive with my lines because I'm trying to steer him from within the scene to get more riled up. Um, just as or, an or, or Or like when you want funnier lines or something like that. The great thing about, you know, you, you would do it as an actor too, but Bill would have a certain set of jokes and then you would have like five more and you'd be like, just run them off. And it would be great because you would get performances out of us where it was like, we were given, we trusted you enough because we thought you were funny enough. Also, your scope and your visual was, would, we trusted that enough also that we were like, yeah, man, whatever you want us to say, we're going to say that shit. So we'd get to the end of scenes or we'd get to punchlines and stuff like that, that and Zach would throw new punchlines in and you trust it and go with it because of the fact, you know, that you, you, you've seen what he's done. And also he was just so confident in doing it. So, Kate, when you say, you know, he's like, he's like, uh, this is a note for you. This is the note for you. And none for me, even if a director does, even if the director is acting and he does do that, the confidence that he's showing in the situation makes you tr more trustworthy. Now, it's not my place because I'm not directing to say to the director or to another actor, I think you should do it this way. I think you're doing it wrong. But because he directed so many episodes, we got used to it, man. I think the first episode, it felt a little weird. But then after that, it was like, dude, whatever you want, Zach. So I think that's kind of an a testament, if I may, like to compliment like the kind of examples that you have been for positive male relationships and mature, you know, open men together. But also like there's a lot of egos. I I, I don't imagine that that's always the case when suddenly your co-star and in your real life best friend are coming out and they're suddenly kind of 
in this status change, you know, and the, for you to just like take a note and not just swallow it, but like appreciate it and trust with well, that's like a also, very mature. And also, well, and also thing. I would say that he was rooting for me. I mean, he's my best right. friend and he right. was stoked for me. He was the opposite of an ego uh, because he was like, this is so cool. You're directing, you know, that was the vibe. And Johnny C Maybe. too, I should say. And I mean, the whole cast, the whole cast, I never, I, everyone I've been asked this before and I, I think I've answered it, but I'll say again, when I started directing the show, there wasn't a single bit. They were all rooting for me. They were all excited for me. Bill, of course, was a competitive motherfucker, but um, <laughs> the rep, because he was a little like, okay, here's the hardest episode we've ever made. But, which I won't fucking mention the zipline episode you did. You already did. You already no, did. No, I didn't you mention it. Did. I didn't mention it. You now on my did. fucking Twitter feed, no matter what I write, people are like, oh, is this the episode about the zipline? All right, fuck you guys. Um, but no, I everyone was rooting for me and everyone was supportive. And uh, I loved it. I loved it so much because, um, you know, Donald and I can make each other laugh so, so quickly and easily. So when he's doing his... When he, if he's got a big joke and I'm cracking up and then we're in the zone together and I go, ooh, ooh do another take and, and say this. And then he's willing to try it. You know, it's, it's, it's so much fun. It's, it was amazing. That's great. It also, it also feels like uh, Scorsese and De Niro or Scorsese and Pacino. You know what I mean? It's like, not that we're on that level. or We are, Donald. Like Shay will tell us that, <laughs> tell us yeah, that we are. I agree. I agree. Shay endorses but, that we are. But, but it's like, you know, Scorsese puts his friends in the movie. He's not putting them in the movie to make them fall flat on their face. You know what I mean? And so when Zach is giving you direction and everything when we're shooting, he's not doing it because he wants to get through the day. He wants you to shine just like everyone else. He wants everything to be perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. where there are people that come into a situation like this and they're just like, let's just get the lines right and everybody and we can move on. I just want to tell my story and that's it. Whereas Zach is, wants to tell his story, but he's also open to you expressing yourself in the piece. Yeah. Great question, Kate. Do you have another one since okay. we like you so much? Oh, you're so you're so nice. Actually, I would like to tell you just why I actually reached out to Joelle if okay. I could. Yeah. Because I just think it's crazy. Um, because I don't believe out in signs unless they work out for me. But um <laughs> I I if no right. Um but there's not enough time in the day. Uh I was doing one of my hiding from my family errands listening to the latest episode and the errand I happened to be doing was I was returning some scrubs to a store that my husband had ordered online that were comically large on him. Because, <laughs> um, you know, we're all trying to order online and it sucks. We have no idea. Like, you know. And so I was listening to your podcast, returning scrubs. And when I walked into the Uniform City store that sells the scrubs, the song Everywhere by Michelle Branch. Oh, <laughs> our anthem. Your anthem, and it no, was like your right anthem, at the... not my anthem. Listen, we were gonna. Like, I I thought I had her on the hook. Uh, we were we were Twitter DMing. I said, "Would you come on the show?" She goes, "Sure." And I go, "Would you play everywhere live on acoustic?" And she's like, "The dots came up and then they went away." And I was no. like, "Oh shit!" It's like when you go out fishing and the she fish left gets you off the hook. Read. She left you on read, dog. And I, I, I haven't cast again. I feel like she I can throw out my. She left you on read, yo. Is it left you on read or left you on red? Isn't it left you on red? Same shit. Red right. read spelled the same way, dog. It's spelled right. the same yeah. way. <laughs> well, at least I can. At least I can brag that Michelle Branch left me on red. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Not a lot of people have that. And it was like right, like Zach. It was right at the like, cause you're, ah, you know, the key change, like the yeah. huge key change. And I was like. Oh God, this is a sign. So I like asked Joelle if it was a sign. And it is a sign. She got back to me. I was like, I guess so. Because I never do things like this. I'm like, Elliot, I never win a raffle. I never win in anything. No one picks me. Like, and I was like, I can't believe I'm actually here. You're gonna win. You're gonna Joelle, can we give her some free shit? 
No, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't need it. No, I mean, I mean, no. Why are you so anti giving her free shit? No, because she blamed me for the unlatching of her kid in the beginning of the episode. I didn't. I purposely never let you. I heard you say that shit. You said, and I don't. Breastfeed while listening. Ariola's too motherfucking loud. Because, your, you even said because Donald's too motherfucking loud. I heard listen. you. You said it to my wife. You That's even true, said though. it to my wife. You listen. even said it to my wife. Can I use my golden producer? You got please? bold and you said it to my wife. You ain't getting <laughs> shit, Zelensky. Zelensky, you get Snap. jack shit. You're Snap. getting too loud Snap now already. I said Snap. good day. You're getting too loud now. Areolas all Snap. over the world are, are puckering Snap up. My mug on the floor. You're actually making me like you're making my milk let. I'm gonna start like squirt. Oh my god. Squirt because I'm so sweaty and upset now. Oh, oh my god. god. She's, she's gonna squirt. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, uh, Kate's Hold list. on. Wow. Speaking of areolas. <laughs> What? You guys told people to wipe their balloon knots with your teeth. Yes, yes. Preferably Donald's, not mine. By the way. I can say whatever I want about my own breast milk. Yes, thank you, can. Kate. You thank can, you. Kate. Thank, thank you, Daniel. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kate's hey, a good did, guest. Kate, did you, well, see, can we did you see Cardi B's? Did yes. you see Cardi B's nipples? What? You mean in the video? No, Cardi B just had a nipple slip. Did you guys see this? On Instagram. No. No, I heard about it, but I did not view it. I did appreciate in the WAP video, the, the fountains with the spring. Yeah, right? mm. And in <laughs> fact, gorgeous. in our house, a big thing that we sing to our 10-month-old, or 10-week-old, 10, 10 excuse me. Is the is WAP like, song. It, no, it, honestly, Zach, I feel like a horrible human being, but instead of the hook, the way it is in the song, we sing, there's some babies in this house. There's some babies in this house. <laughs> and now my daughter has started, she'll be like doing Play-Doh, and she'll be like, there's some mamas in this house. There's some mamas in this house. And I'm like, oh my God, is this okay? Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, do you, do you partake of GT's kombucha? Do you yeah, like do, would you like some GT's kombucha? I do. I love kombucha. Okay, let's actually. send her some GT's kombucha. I, I love it. And I love, there you go. I love the, like, the, the plainest, most like, you know, like the the ginger that you know. I love mm. GT. The I love. So I've been drinking this um this one right here. Peach pineapple aqua kefir. You got this one, Donald? I. Oh I, yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, I'm so we'll send you, I, I finished my martini. Okay, oh, congrats. <laughs> Listen, we will send you some GT's kombucha, and we will send you some GT's aqua kefir. Yes, uh, for being such a palate. wonderful uh, guest. We got to go, yes. though, I think, right? No, you should we, go. We got to go because we have Shay Serrano, who's not getting nearly enough attention on this fucking episode. Oh, no, this is great for me. I got Shay, it. <laughs> I got my Shay's, stuff off. Shay I sit in the been, background now. Shay has been replaced by Areola Talk, and I don't <laughs> like oh, it. Oh, boy. Uh, you've been a great guest, Kate. We're going to send you a whole bunch of GT's kombucha and um, and 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 have a good date night. For God's sakes, yeah. have a good date night. Thank you. We'll, Thank you we'll guys sing so you out. much. There's some babies in this house. There's some babies <laughs> in this house. There's some babies in this house. Give it up for Kate Zielinski. There's some babies, in this, There's There's some some babies, babies in, in this house. house. There's some babies in this house. There's some babies in this house. Kate Zielinski. Okay, bye, Kate Zielinski. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. 
Tecovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core... What I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Kate, and she was incredible. Our next guest caused quite the stir when she chose to read Zach for filth and turned out to be hilarious. I believe, and listeners, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, that Norcon is to this day our longest fan call of all time. 
And it's because she had so many creations, three incredible questions, a wonderful fix to your life. She was hilarious. She cracked Bill up, which I can attest to, not easy to do. We loved her and we were so grateful to have her, even though she was in India and we could not send her a mug. I'm sorry, Nort, but you are a living icon and we're absolutely going to have to have you back on the show soon. So I won't take up too much more time. Let's get into Nort. And we're back! And we're back! And we're back! And we're back with Norcon! Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the fans. Nora, do you get that all the time? Do you get that all the time? No, she doesn't. And Nor, hi, how are you? Hi, hi, okay, okay. Do you get that all the time, Nor? No, no one does that. And the poor people no one... were jogging. I have no earbuds left. <laughs> I backed up no from one, the yeah, mic. By the way, no one, I'm gonna, no I'll one turn screams it down. at Nor the way that you scream Oh my God, that was, Nor? I don't think I've ever been introduced like this ever in my entire life. <laughs> um, Nor, it's very have nice you ever to meet seen, you. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? Uh, I'm not a Star Trek fan. It's yes, Nora, thank you. Thank you. Song, I'm not a Star Trek fan. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm sorry, Joel. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. my oh, God. Okay. Don't worry. Oh, don't try. Ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, that was Nora Khan. Nora Khan is done <laughs> for the episode. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Oh, wow. Nora, it's so shaking. nice to meet you. Welcome to the program. Uh, we have a very special episode because we have a surprise guest. Bill Lawrence, the creator of the whole darn thing, is here. So you hey, can Nora. ask us anything. <laughs> I have so much to ask you, but before I get into that, I just want to, I have been watching you guys for so long. I have, I think, watched the series start to finish over 30 times uh, since 2004. Um, Nora, that's that's uh, that's almost, that's almost 30 times more than Donald's seen them. (laughs) 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 Okay. So um, it's it's my happy place. Uh, it's my husband's uh, cheat code to my mood. So like if I'm in a bad mood, like, you know, I'm on my period and, you know, usually you need to give women chocolate and wine. No, you just need to put on an episode of Scrubs and I'm all like, hey, <laughs> and I hate it that he has like, he knows this Achilles feel of mine. I hate it so much, but uh, he also uses it very, very much. Uh, I would too. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I wish- Donald like, wishes know, he could put on scrubs to calm down his wife when she's on her period. <laughs> when my wa- listen, she don't even have to be on a period. My wife just don't like me, man. I'm I'm convinced now. <laughs> I'm just convinced. She I'm likes guessing me today. Like- I'm guessing today hasn't been the best quarantine day. No, oh. the past ever since school went back, it's been uh, tough. Yeah. It's well, I'm sure there's a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that can relate, Donald, who are. Uh, who can empathize with you? You should know, Nord. Donald pointed out while you were waiting that my wife is essentially playing herself on the show. So, so, <laughs> so for that. me, I don't think I don't I don't think I don't think pop it on. Or maybe Zach did. Yeah, I don't yeah. think pop it yeah, on an episode. I did. I can say. It. I can yeah. say. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, you know, well, Nord, that's a, Nord, she's a great you. character. So if that's how she's in your life, you just hit the jackpot, my friend. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, you would think that, and yet it's also very, very scary. Um, yeah. That's okay. I mean, you know what? You know what? Life. I always think, Bill. I think that, and you've said a version of this, but I think it's kind of 
I mean, this is maybe stupid to say, but the universe kind of gives you who you need. And you and Donald both have very tough, Krista, I'll give it a capital T, um, wives. But they, because you guys have big personalities, they keep you in check. And yes. sometimes that's very hard. But uh, some wallflower who's going to let you do whatever you want is not going to work for, for six months with you guys. Yeah. I thought you were saying that Donald and I should be able to trade wives and have it be cool with them. I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> well, that's something you guys can work out. Because <laughs> I don't think it would be cool with Krista. I think it would be cool with Krista, but not for me, just for her. She's so in love with Donald. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, well, no, Casey would be yeah. all right with it. Casey would be like, what, we get a pool? <laughs> Krista... Yeah, Casey'd be like, Casey'd be like, I'll make out a bill for a pool. Listen, I gotta tell you that Krista, Krista does this thing that's so awkward where we're we're in front of Bill and we're hugging, and you know I give a standard, hey, good to see you, hug, and she's like, and Bill's standing right there, and she'll be like, mm, don't, 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 don't let it go. Keep holding me. I don't and like it's it. So it's so awkward, and she's doing it just to fuck with Bill, and I'm sitting there with like a red face. I don't like, like okay, it. Okay, Krista. Okay, Krista, let go. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Nora, where are you calling from? I'm calling from India. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. No way. Fake doctor's Very real cool. friend all the way from India, baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, this podcast is truly global, Donald. It's I just want you know we made it. For sure. Very cool. Hey, did you get a mug? Were you difference. able to get a mug? Uh, no, I actually haven't uh, gotten around to ordering it yet. Also, stuff is not coming in from the US right now. They're taking yeah. forever to, to reach us. So I'm just waiting for shit to get up a little bit. I have to say, I have to say on the merge front, just as a slight digression, when Donald and I started this podcast, um, the people at iHeart said to us, and we, we, Donald and I don't know podcasts that much. I've listened to a few. <laughs> He's listened to none. And we said, um, they said, just so you know, uh, podcast listeners really like you know, some basic merch, a t-shirt or a mug. It, Cause it, you're, you're building a community and, and it's sort of a club and, and, and people like that stuff. And so Donald and I said, okay, we'll, we'll make merch. That's cool. You know, we, we were never in a rock band. We, we, we'll, we'll, that'll be fun for us. So it's taken a long time to get it up. It's and, and, uh, and, and we, on the podcast, we've joked about all these funny merch ideas. We put up a mug and a mask and they were gone within like three hours and Donald and I have now been texting, like, we need to take this shit a little more seriously because people are not fucking around with fucking merch. They want their merch, Donald. There is a lot you guys can do merch-wise. Like, I was just like, shit, yeah, if I knew this was going to happen, I'd get, like, you know, Tisha with both her faces on it or something printed before, like, I got on this call. But, like, I was like, yeah, man, this is too well, short no, for I'm, this I'm, You look I'm, great. You look nor, great. Nor you look great. Nor, just, I was in bed when I, got the, when I got the mail, and I was like, oh, shit, I need to start looking like a human being again. And I was like, ah. <laughs> nor nor just, just texted me, Zach. Nor it's, just texted uh, me. It's almost 1 o'clock at night. Nor just texted me that the only merch she wants is a, a five, six, seven, eight Bill Lawrence thing, which I think is very nice of her to have Love said. It. Hey, by the way, by the can, way we promise, just... uh, can we promise Nora a coffee mug that she doesn't have to order a coffee mug, Zach, that we're going to send her Bill, a coffee stop mug? stop giving away our shit. You're a guest if on anybody, the show. If anybody would like a coffee mug, all you got to do oh my is... God. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to pay for them. All you got to do... What? I'm not supposed to no, do No, no, he's, he's right. Listen, if you from here on out, from here on out, we're, Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence brought up a great incentive for making it onto the show. You yeah. get a mug. I think yes. we should get a mug. Yeah, I okay. love this Fine. idea, and I'm, I'm loving that it's starting with me. So I'm going to be expecting. Uh, 
Yes. Joelle, I see Joelle sigh, not for I'm giving away a mug, a but trying, here. trying, trying to get a mug to India. <laughs> Joelle, oh I, I see Joelle holding her head like, how the fuck am I going to get a mug to India right now? And by the way, and by the way, I think it should be a rule, no matter where you're calling from, if you don't get that mug within a week, then you get a second mug. And it keeps no, going. No, 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 no. What? Wait, what? No, no, what? No, no, you know, anyway, you, know, you know it doesn't work. It's not going to work when Daniel and freaking Joel are like, hold on, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and then, and then, anyway, just to finish, mug, to finish, well, to finish the mug, Zach. No, 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 no Bill, next Bill. And then Bill, maybe you... like a five or a six or a seven, eight mug. Five, six, seven, eight. No, 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 no. Fuck's sake, Dan, turn it off. Bill, what the fuck? What, Dan? No. Woo! And we're back. Fucking hell. Do it right now. He thinks he can take control over the show. Dan, I'm gonna need the ability. I'm gonna need the ability to be able to mute Bill. <laughs> uh, no, wait a second. Question? Are we saying your name correct, Nor? Yes, you're saying it. Uh, All right, right. Nor. Nor. What, what do you do? What do you, oh, sorry, Zach. I was gonna ask Nor what she does there. What do you do there in India, Nor? She collects mugs from fake doctors. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a bit of a loaded question, but like the short version of that is I have been a wedding planner for eight years uh, and I just wow. recently as like uh, about four weeks ago, uh, stepped out of my company, gave the whole thing to my partner because I am going to be a sustainable farmer. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh my God. Holy shit. That's dope, it's, dude. Amazing. It's like the documentary. Did you watch The Biggest Little Farm? Yes, we. Uh, so my husband and I have always wanted to uh, retire on a farm and, and do that whole thing. Uh, and then this this whole COVID situation has just kind of been like, why are we waiting? Hmm. You know, that's so, neat. Good for you. Yeah. What so, are you gonna? Good for you. What are you gonna? I got I got I got what are you going to, what, what crop are you going to farm? We're actually going to do a permaculture, which is kind of an ecosystem uh, of like different kinds of things together. Uh, and we're also going to live on uh, on the farm away from the city so that I don't have to deal with oh people. Oh my God. Um, so yeah. Noor, oh, that's I, really I, I, cool. Noor, oh, that's I, so Noor awesome. I, missed, I missed if you said that you'd seen this documentary, The Biggest Little Farm. Yes, we have. I love that documentary so much. And if you if you're listening and you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's, it's about a couple that uh, that does a version of what Noor is saying, where they create yeah. a, a sustainable farm, and it's so moving and amazing, and I, I really loved it. Yeah, and, and it was just, I think, and uh, my husband and I were in uh, quarantine together with, like, his family and everything, and we were just, you know, and Bombay is a very loud uh, city, mm. and during like the whole thing it was so quiet and it was like we were just like oh my god this is amazing why can't we have this for our whole lives and and that's when the conversation started like you know do you really want to wait 10 years and, and then start and do you want to just do it now and i was like why not so oh well i wish you the best of luck well, that'd be so awesome bill do you think you and krista might also um start a sustainable farm yeah, I don't necessarily think that's in the cards for us. <laughs> but man, 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 do I think that's super. Would the, yeah, would the sustainable farm still be like a luxury Four Seasons resort? Is that part yeah. of it? Yeah, Bill, you can you can build a Four Seasons resort on the farm. I'm that's sure. Part of okay. it. I'm sure it's totally possible. <laughs> uh, that's um, really Nora, cool. That is so cool. Nora, go ahead. If you have a question, we, we're ready to answer. So I have a few, so you can stop me whenever you guys are done answering. Okay, go for <laughs> well, the way okay. we get, yeah, go ahead. 
Okay, so I'm going to start with Bill just because uh, he's the brains behind the operation. Of uh, course. Well, I, I, and Noor, thank you. I thank you so much for enjoying my podcast. It's really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I really enjoy your podcast, Bill. It's amazing. By the way, I just start with Bill. I was like, oh, here we go. I totally, I totally imagined that I totally imagined that in season three of this podcast, Donald and I are guests. Right. <laughs> you guys, hey, as long as you guys tell me, you can come on whenever you want, Zach and Donald. I'm just going <laughs> to... You gotta let me know what's going on. Let's hear it, Nor. I'm ready. Okay. Right, go ahead, Nor. So, so if we were to pick up the show today, um, X number of years after it has gone off the air, and we had to pick up from where the boys are today and and the whole cast is today, Bill, where do you see the show going? Do you think that they'll still be at Sacred Heart, or do you think that JD and Turk would go into private practice together? Where do you see like the whole show going, like? Just because there was so much uh, towards the end of season eight, I don't consider season nine an actual season. So just letting you all know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh boy. boy <laughs> whatever. Oh boy. Whatever that was. Well, um, nor there was only one. No, nor no. there was only one main difference with season nine, as I recall. And there <laughs> <laughs> uh, were two major differences. Hold up, you or both you and Bill. Were ghost oh, on that. So the magic was gone. The magic dream team. <laughs> I'm, I'm answering Nor's question because I want to hear okay. Donald Zach's answer to this. So, no, we were talking a lot because everybody always asks Donald, Zach, and me if we're ever going to reboot the show. And uh, what's really interesting is we've always had opportunities, but everybody on this show, A, works constantly because they're all so super talented, and B, we see each other on our own because we love each other. So, you know, we, we haven't always been driven to do, uh, even for me getting to come on this show on Zach and Donald's podcast. Yes, it's theirs. For me, it's such a, a cool opportunity to see two guys I love. So uh, uh, only recently have we been starting talking about that and thinking about what it would be. And with the writers, here's the question for you guys. I, I think that we think Zach and uh, JD and Turk would always be close. And we think that they would always be of service and that those two were doctors for life. But the one thing that we always got caught up on is when you watch the finale of season eight and Zach's voice, JD's voiceover says, uh, and who's to say that all these things wouldn't come true just this once, you know, and then as writers, we fight. Does that mean that they all came true or does that mean that JD is hoping they came true? So that's where we always start. What do you guys think? Because we always started to go like, if we rebooted this, does that mean that JD and Donald's kids ultimately are going to end up together and married like they do in the show? <laughs> does that mean that those things actually happened? You know, <laughs> that I don't was know. Amazing. You know, so uh, uh, so I would because to me that's the trap. Do you think Zach? Do you think that those things that we were showing in the finale were real, or do you think they were your dreams? Um, that's a question I've never been asked, and I'm I'm semi embarrassed to admit that it gave me goosebumps on my uh, arm, but. I don't hold anything back from you listeners. Um, I've never been asked that question, Bill, and it's a great question. And I, as, 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 as you were talking about it, I, I kind of answered it automatically and said, no, that was JD's fantasy of how great life could be. And then I started thinking, and then I started thinking like, if you brought it back, it might be interesting to show that things had not gone that way at all. And in fact, he's, um, they, they've all been separated and they were, you know, you know, on this podcast a lot, we talk about how we're all living life and, and COVID aside, uh, happy people and, and doing the best that we can. But we always talk about how we miss the community of this wonderful thing that happened to us for, a, for nearly a decade. And it made me think 
that it might be interesting that the characters aren't together. They don't have that special bond. And there is some reason that has to bring them together and, and, and joy and, and community come out of bringing them back together. It's always yeah. what's messed us up, bro. You go, Donald. I, I, I agree with you, Zach. I think, I think you're right. I think, I think that's a better story. Joni loves Chachi didn't go that long. You know what I mean? Uh, that happy ending of, of the kids being the next generation of Turk and JD, but it's a love, it's the love story that, you know, Turk and JD's love story is a great love story, but this is the actual love story where, you know, uh, their children are uh, together. I think that's you, too happy of an fucking, ending. What do they fucking hate each other? That would be fun. That's yeah, my worst nightmare come true. I think I that's, know. I'm, See, Nora, that's the problem is that I feel like. You know, people wanted when JD says, uh, "Who's to say my fantasies couldn't come true just this once?" That you want to believe that that next Christmas they were all together, you know, and that they stayed friends. And I think people would be really not happy in a in a bad way if we came up on a world that they were no longer in each other's lives. So I think that's the tricky I'd, part. I'd of stop it. watching no, immediately. I'd stop watching immediately. No, you wouldn't. Let me clarify what I meant then. I'm saying JD and Turk are still tight. Their kids just don't get along. You know what I mean? Okay. Nobody cares about the kids. Well, I was I was saying that we can be tight but separated, you know? Right. and I think Bill, you know this. Bill, you know this better than anything. The audience will often say something, two things at once. I remember when I when we screen tested Garden State, they were uh, at the very end. We had a focus group of about twenty people. I was there. And they said, "No, you weren't at this one." And they <laughs> oh. said, uh, um, "They said, how many of you? This was random strangers." And they said, "How many of you feel like um, the ending was a little too pat? That you know, the two lovers get together in the airport." And I would say, like. 75% of the hands went up and he said, okay, um, how, how many of you want them to be together? Every single hand went up. So yeah. as the writer, you're trying a writer director, you're trying to balance. Like you obviously you want to, you want to make the audience happy, but you, you also want to subvert what they think they want a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Bill, you can speak yeah. to that. Cause this. Well, look, I'm as proud of the writing and directing I did on garden state as I am of my podcast. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know i want to know want to know another funny story just just while i'm on the subject so this is a this is a story that's a total tangent but in that same test screening now when you when you when you test screen a movie in your director you have to go because you have to see where the audience is laughing where they're bored all everything like that now you would never invite an actor who's in the movie to the test screen because there's going to be a focus group after and you never know what they're going to say they might say they don't like that actor you would never subject an actor to that but as a writer director you have to be there so there's a focus group in the front row of the movie theater 20 people lined up i'm six rows back with my baseball hat down i don't want to spoil the sampling and have them know that i'm there and a girl raises her hand and the moderator uh, calls on, on her and she goes, look, kudos to Zach Braff for pulling this off. I just don't find him attractive. That must have been hard. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like biting my fist. Like this is the most, and all the producers who are in the the row with me, they all look over at me like, oh shit, how did that feel? And I'm like, not great. I'm going to be honest with you, that, that right there is a hater. That's all that is, is a 100% hater. True story. Yeah, those because, people because, say that. Look, look, she started the shit off with, 
kudos to Zach Braff for pulling this off. <laughs> Meaning, this shit is fire, dude. This shit is fire. But he's a ugly dude. Bullshit, dude. You know what's funny though? This is I'm just thinking this out loud in real time. But this is before like social media went crazy. And and this was sort of a, a live anonymous troll because she yeah. doesn't know I'm in the room and she's anonymously trolling me to the moderator, but I have to be there because I'm the director of the fucking movie. How'd I mean, you, uh, ever... how'd you guys fix that in the movie? How'd you fix it? No. <laughs> well, they, they green screen his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Nor's got, got more questions. Oh, sorry, Zach. Hey, first of all, I want to say you're such a fucking dick, A. And, <laughs> and B, and B, we spent a hundred grand and lessened my nose. Uh, we brought my we brought the my nose a little mask. in. I thought it was the green screen mask. Yeah, we we we, we, we shot some angles where my nose looked too big, and that That's we wanted to please that one fucking woman. All right, sorry, oh. Nor. Nor, I'm no, sorry. Nor. Go ahead. No problem. Okay, uh, Zach, my next question's for you. Um, Finally. So you've done a lot of like pratfalls and, and like a lot of like funny falls throughout the, yeah. the runtime of the show. Which is your favorite to shoot and which is the one that you thought came out best on screen? Oh, that's a good question, well, gonna, dude. I'll, that's a good question. I'm going to cheat a little, Noor. Um, okay. And and it, I mean, can I can the scooter one and the Wizard of Oz count, Bill? I'll let you judge. Yes, yes. Okay. Just just don't say the 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 string line one where you end up in like the garbage stuff. You've said it like twenty times on this podcast. Oh and my I god! Yes. That one. I yeah. know you like that one, but you know why, Nor? Because that I don't know if you know this, but Zach directed that one. It was the I first do. One he don't we know this? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You don't even have to listen to the podcast. I, I listen to this podcast religiously, and I know. Noor, like Noor, first of all, Noor, Noor, oh my God, Noor, you're very funny, first of all, and I love the fact that you're you're such an avid listener that you're like, please don't say the one where you zipline, because I've heard it 900 times. By the way, we're going to be so fucked when we get deeper into this uh, this series, because we're only on season two, and uh, season 1.5, and people are already like, please don't tell that story again. I can't wait for that episode. Um, anyway, Same. anyway, nor I do love that episode, but I have to say the funniest, it's technically not a pratfall, I guess, but probably the funniest in Scrubs history. It's what Bill always called our most expensive joke in the history of Scrubs is when the scooter goes into the endless puddle in the Wizard of Oz episode uh, where I where I clearly run into Julian, the underground manatee <laughs> who doesn't exchange pleasantries um, because um it involved uh, digging two very deep holes. They were very expensive to build because the city demanded they be built to code for safety because you can't just throw people in a hole that could collapse. <laughs> and, um, and and as a director of the episode, uh, we came up with the idea that it would be a, a one which means we did this elaborate thing where the stuntman is riding the scooter with his, with his helmet on into the first puddle um, the camera keeps panning. They weren't really connected underground, obviously, but it pans to the second puddle where I was hiding out underwater, um, and 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 then a, one of the one of the crew members with a hammer as hard as he could banged on the asphalt so I could hear it underground, which meant to pop up because um, the camera was on me. 
And uh, it was very elaborate, and I still think one of the funniest gags we did uh, on Scrubs. Bill, you might you want know, to talk about it. Do you know why that gag it. is so funny, though? Because manatees what? seemed like the happiest creatures in the ocean. <laughs> and the fact, that he the fact that he wouldn't return pleasantries is one of no. the funniest things. <laughs> he was rude. He was a rude he man. He was a rude manatee. He's, he was having a, a day, guys. He's having a yes. day. <laughs> Wait, but Bill, talk about that from the writer's room because there's no way when you guys thought of that, you could have possibly thought it was going to come out as funny as it did. Because I think I see uh, this one I, of the funniest things. When we thought of it, the most fun was Randall Winston, who's been on the show and is, you know, is the closest thing I have to a life partner besides my wife. He is the line producer in charge of the budget, and he came to us with the first estimates of how and much that show cost. Yes, yes, look at you. And uh, he uh, uh, came to us with the first estimates of how much that joke cost. And he said he said it to me in a way that he obviously felt so unfortunately we won't do it. And in my head, I was like, yeah, it feels like we should still go for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that was, only, that was only a product of youth because now I think I would look at it and go, oh, man, we could have. I guess, I don't know, purchased a small home to give to somebody <laughs> to live in for the price of a joke, you know, that, but that's, that's movie and TV production. Zach, I want to give you props because Nora asked one of my favorite Pratt falls of all time. I randomly saw it when I was searching for this episode. Do you remember what you did when you were singing a song you made up going, I'm feeling so good today. Do you know what yeah. that one is? Still feel good, but nobody saw me fall. <laughs> yes. So my favorite is that Zach decided to click his heels and because that's very hard to do and then fall flat on his face and get back up. And I've never seen, that was in a one as well and it looks so incredibly painful and it's so well done. I would vote for that as well. I want you listeners Nor to know that I will do, I would do anything to make you guys laugh. I, I, I still go to the chiropractor as often as I can just because <laughs> of all we those years. We appreciate you, Zach. Thank you. I, so it's, I, I do it all for my fans. Nora, you got to bring you got to bring a question Donald's way now. Oh, go sorry, Donald. Yes, I do I'm, have one. I, I'm going to be honest with you. My favorite pratfall is the one from the episode that Zach directed. I hate to tell you because of what the dude does. It's a stunt man that does it. But after he hits the wall and how he shakes like a fish in the air is one of the funniest things I've ever. I remember when he did it and laughed. I was there the night that happened, and I remember yeah. laughing when it happened. And then seeing it on camera and laughing it again at it again. Yeah. So that's that. Who directed that is. one? Did you direct that one, Zach? I have no you're, you're idea. You're such a dick. You're such a dick. <laughs> by the way, I I do have to simultaneously give a shout out to to the many stuntmen that that the several stuntmen yeah. that, that did it over the years because there were certain things I I definitely couldn't do or wasn't allowed to do and uh, um and these guys were hilarious and Donald uh, Donald is right I was not allowed to. Zip line into the wall and you fall did zip off. line, but you didn't zip line into you, the wall. By the way, I, 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 Zach, zip, I zip lined, I wasn't allowed to nail the wall. What you also weren't allowed to drive an actual scooter that had to be weighted down with lead so that you would stay underwater in the first puddle while we went over yeah. to the next puddle and you came up. Yeah, think about that. That stuntman had to hold his breath for the whole shot for that whole shot. Yeah, because yeah. he had to go yeah. under with the scooter and stay under. No, well, technically, Bill, we panned off of him, and then he could. Yeah, come but up not right him. away, Zach. Not right away. <laughs> but I have to say, not to toot my own director horn, but how many directors are directing from underwater in a puddle where you can only hear with a hammer on asphalt? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Noor. Um, um, should we have another? Should we give her one more question? Or move on to fix yeah, your she life. Has one for we, I, have, I have one. I have one more question. 
This one okay. is for Donald and because I've always okay. wondered this. I've watched, like I've said, I've watched Scrubs so many times and I wanted to get Donald's perspective on this. Do you wish that your character had a longer run as a single on the show instead of getting into a committed relationship yes. right off the yes. bat? Yes. Considering yes. all yes. the hot people Ooh. that came in? Yes, 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 yes. I felt for you so much. Yes, um, you know, not that there's. I love that. I love that Donald has tiptoed around it, and Noor is just like, "Come on, buddy, be honest." <laughs> Come on, yes. buddy. Uh, Judy Reyes on, is buddy. a beautiful woman, and the connection that she and I have, the chemistry that she and I have, is by far the best chemistry I've ever had with any female on on screen. By far, I can I, I can go down the list, and nobody uh, has ever been on the level. That Judy and I were on. Uh, comma. 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 <laughs> I do, however, wish that Turk was a single for a little bit. <laughs> By the way, I I believe, you, at least I, season I one and two. At least season one and two. I, feel I believe for you, it was bro. a product. I feel for you. I believe. No, I believe it was a product of youth. And I'll say all the same caveats because Judy is so good on the show and so funny and talented. But I remember. And I might be making this up in my head, but I remember as writers telling Judy early on that Turk and Carla were going to be together for the run of the show and her being like, oh, that's going to be cool to have a steady relationship, to be the ones that ground it, to explore what that means to meet, get married, stay together, have children, to follow that whole arc. And Donald, who was a young man at the time, I do remember kind of telling you that and you being like, "Hmm." <laughs> really? <laughs> as, as Amy Smart walks by, like morning, Donald. <laughs> what? Oh, funny. Um, all right, now, 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 you know we have this new segment since you're an avid fan of the podcast, where uh, and Bill is going to join us for the first time for a new segment called Fix Your Life. Nor it's time to. Fix your life. Okay. All right, Noor, how can we fix your life? Big or small? We're going to do it right now. You don't need to pay for a therapist. You don't need to pay for a handyman. We got it. Uh, okay. My cat suddenly scratches me a lot for no reason, especially at night, especially if I haven't fallen asleep by his bedtime. How do I get him to stop doing that? Okay. I could tell you this one real quick. Get you rid don't of the cat. That's me, Donna. All right. This is this oh, no, is no. this is no. uh, been a great episode of Fix Your Life. You're welcome, Nor. No, as someone who is, no. is not a cat person and is allergic no. to cats, just get rid of the cat. Um, Nor, I don't know too yeah. much about cats. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a dog person, and I've and I've I've raised a I've couple puppies both, yeah. now, so I have some experience with puppies. I do know. I, I, have you tried now with with puppies? There's a canned air thing mm-hmm. that they hate. If you do that canned air noise, they're like, I will never do what you what I just did again if you promise not to that. make that canned air. So I would try canned air. Another thing is a water gun. Um, you can sometimes uh, I, I don't most most pets do not like getting blasted with a water gun to the face. Also, so, there's uh, I mean, we've, we've made jokes about everything on Scrubs, but there's also this one episode that we did in which Zach goes down a zip line. And uh, I think he directed that one. That, <laughs> you watch that. <laughs> You watch that, my dad. No, here's the dick because I, I watch it now TV I, next time. Now okay, I'm gonna go, be, go, go. Now I'm gonna be really in my head about uh, about mentioning that episode, which I love so much. No, I mean I love it. Uh, don't get me nor, wrong. Obviously, nor, I love it. My only thing is that I just didn't want you to say that that was your best, like your favorite. Okay. I just I, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. 
I truly believe that if you want to make it so the cat stops scratching you, <laughs> you got to get rid of that cat, yo. No, no, no. He's my Donald pride and is, joy. Don, Donald is joking on behalf of pet lovers everywhere. You're going to keep that cat and you're going I to am, tame I him. Am. You're going to tame him. And yeah, he's, he's also um, so he's try, a human cat, tr- so. Try the pet corrector and or a water gun and, uh, and I guarantee you that we have just... Fixed your Fixed life. Fixed your life. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. You're Thank welcome. You. All right, Y'all Noor, awesome. it's been an extraordinarily long segment because you've been so darn charming. We thank you Bingo. so much for coming on the show. Noor, come back and report on your life. I think what you're doing is so cool and interesting, and um, uh, I bet you these guys would uh, love to hear it. And if you do it, there's free mugs for your whole family. And thank Oh, you, my Bill. God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have... 59 people in my family, just FYI. I understand. I understand. Oh my God. Just let it go. Nor, nor in, in a year and a half, when the mug that Joel's going to put in the mail tomorrow uh, arrives. <laughs> I hope you enjoy right, your that, coffee. That mug, that mug is, Zach, that mug is going to arrive with like 17,000 absentee ballots in India. Exactly. <laughs> one year from now. Oh. I know. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Sad, sad right. because it's a little true. Okay, just before right. I go, I just want to say, Joelle, thank you so much. Uh, if there was no COVID, I would kiss you on the mouth because I love you so much for making this happen. Oh, uh, my God, Joelle, you. getting propositioned. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Zach, Donald, uh, Bill, Daniel. I love you guys so much. And uh, oh, We oh love you, Noor. Ladies and gentlemen, Noor. give it up for Noor. Noor. Bye, Noor. What a great movie! What? By the way, that's the that's <laughs> the best. Uh, that is the uh, best uh, guest, at least in the ones I've been on here for that I gotten to be a part of, and they're also awesome. Yeah. But that one was yeah. cool. It was amazing. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Mm-hmm. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. 
I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You guys, I don't think Donald's ever had as much fun as he did opening Nori's segment, which is gone, gone. I get it. It's a fun line to say. Did you, did you guys know that Zach directed the episode with a zipline? This is new information. <laughs> Kid, I just, uh, Nor, you're seriously the greatest. Uh, coming up next, we have a fan who actually did not come to me through our email address. Funny enough, she came to me through Twitter with a picture of her I'm No Superman tattoo. Uh, I knew instantly I had to have this person on the pod. Her name is Katie. She had a super, oh my gosh, gooey, lovey, romantic question about her future wife that just uh, melted my heart. But also she was just so genuinely gracious and like excited to be on the show and plus, she did our plugs for us so much better than we 
ever could. So I put Katie at the end of this show so we could hear her plugs one more time and just appreciate this lovey, gooey, gorgeous, like, message of thanks right before our holiday weekend. So enjoy, guys. Hello! Hey, and we're back! And we're back with... What is your name? It's Katie Rizia. Katie Rizia is on the line with us, and she is going to kick it with us! <laughs> Wait, what? Well, okay. A little bit of introduce, introduction for Katie before okay. we get started. Uh, a while ago, you guys were really into the song, I Ran Down the Ramp, yes. the Viral Sensation. Huh. And yeah, we Katie love made a video... Where you guys were with JD running down the ramp. That was oh, your video. And she also has a scrubs tattoo. Oh my goodness. Let me Katie, see. Let's see the tattoo. You want to see it? Careful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. if, it's, if it's shareable, I, I don't know. If it, is, it is. It uh, is. It's on my rib cage, but I will keep it PG. I promise. Uh, let okay. me just see. I got to flip this. Okay. Okay, there's nothing's gonna be shown, I promise. Okay, okay. <laughs> Katie is not flashing us viewers. Oh wow, it says I'm no nice. superman in the scrubs font. Nice. That is wow. so cool. That is really cool. Very that cool. That is very cool. So I Katie, was hoping for my face, but hey, you know what? <laughs> um, Katie, you are the perfect yeah. guest because not only does it seem like you are a big Scrubs fan, I am also seeing lots of um, Star Wars memorabilia happening in your room. Yeah. Uh, so Donald will be able to uh, to dial into that. Yeah, huge, huge Star Wars fan. Are you a Mandalorian fan? Uh, yeah. Are you excited? <laughs> Who isn't a Mandalorian uh, yeah. fan? I know, right? You got to be some, like some weirdo from like. Gerardo to not yeah. be a oh. Mandalorian. Okay. Weirdo from Gerardo. Sure, yeah. Oh no 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 uh, I am from Windsor, Ontario, Canada, which is a small little hey. city right across from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Right, it's it's Ooh. near it's near Vancouver, right? Oh no. God, no, no. no. Oh, you're <laughs> from Windsor. Windsor, you're from Windsor, not Whistler, Windsor. Yeah, you're from Windsor. Wow, yeah. it's is it named after Windsor, where the Windsor Castle is? I think so. We have a lot of like Southwestern Ontario has a lot of European inspired names. Like we have a Paris, a London, Windsor. Uh, like all kinds of, so if you can't go to Europe, just come to Southwestern Ontario. It's not even <laughs> okay. close to the same thing. <laughs> are there, are the towns just named that or is there any sort of uh, monument, castle kind of things? No. I think they're just named that, okay. <laughs> to be honest. Nice. Would you say that you live in the middle of Bumblefuck? It's not quite Bumblefuck, but okay. it has been called the butthole of Canada just because if oh. you look at the map, the very, very, very bottom that's us. Like we are the southernmost city. We're actually we're a lot more south than like a lot of the northern United States. I never understood that analogy where you call something that's so far south the butthole because <laughs> the butthole isn't the furthest thing south on your body. Your feet it is are. if you're if you're sitting or if you're in the fetal position. <laughs> Even if you're sitting, your feet are still the furthest thing south, Zach. If you're in yoga, if that yoga position, yeah, exactly. a happy baby. Well then, yes. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, now you you are a good editor because uh, you made a very funny video uh, about does she cut she cut Katie. By the way, how how do people find that video if they want to watch it? Uh, it's on my Twitter at uh, Katie Rizia. It's pinned right to the top. Uh, and Katie's last name is spelled R I Z E A. 
Um, she cut, Donald and I love the, the the ramp song, and she cut images of Scrubs, particularly us running down the hospital exterior ramp, uh, to the song masterfully. Are you? My question is: Are you interested? Um, you seem like a young person. Are you studying filmmaking, or are you just naturally good at that kind of stuff? Uh, I didn't. I never really studied it. I just. I always kind of liked the creative aspect of things, making photos. Like I do kind of photography on the side. I've always loved video editing. Um, I never really pursued a career in it, but I do it on the side for fun, like all the time. <laughs> well, you're good at it because you Thank certainly you. made us laugh and, uh, and we appreciate it. What do, what do you want to do? What are you pursuing? Uh, my career, I suppose, is I'm an office administrator. Um, mm -hmm. So I work at a local college. I run the health insurance. I run the food bank. I run, I'm pretty much like the first face that they see when they walk in and I'm like, hello. And I just do my best to solve pretty much any problem they have, whether it has anything to do with me or not. As you should. That's what's up. Good. I love you. You do? Oh, I love you too, love, Scott Foley. I love people like you. <laughs> I love people who do what you do and solve problems. Man, the world needs more of you, Katie. He, he yeah. prefers you to be called television. You. He, he prefers to be Deal. called television Scott Foley. Yeah, please call him TV <laughs> Scott Foley. If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Listen, I, I have a really quick question. Um, Scott Foley, what do you, like, what kind of water? What, 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 what? Uh, TV okay. Scott Foley. Oh, sorry. TV T Scott Foley. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yes, ma'am. What kind of water do you drink where you don't age in 20 years? Oh, God. This is what we just what talked about, Katie. Here we go. Why won't people write that? I know. Why won't people write that on my Instagram? gray here. The amount of gray happening. It's a gray uh, beard, kind of dude. It's not a gray That's face. By the way, Katie, Katie, you weren't on the beginning of this, so I have to tell you that the, the, this, this podcast began with Donald and I posted this video today, and they said about Donald, wow, he doesn't age. Wow, Zach, look at his wrinkles. And now you're talking about Mr. Foley saying, what kind of water does he drink because he doesn't age? The man's older than me, but looks like he could be my son. <laughs> That's very kind of you, Katie and Zach. Very kind of both of you. Uh, the, the kind of water doesn't matter, Katie. Just drink a lot of it. Yeah. That's and do you use lotion, Scott? Do you use facial lotion? This is embarrassing. So last night I'm putting on some eye cream before I get to bed and I yeah. say to my wife, hey, do a lot of dudes do this? And without hesitation, she was like, no other dude does this. No, they do. you got to moisturize. That's what I'm told. By the way, my girlfriend, she's always putting lotion on me. She's that probably must feel is, good. That must feel so good. She definitely doesn't want you looking old. It feels nice, though. I kind of don't do lotion because I know she's going to come around after she does hers with the excess. I get oh, the excess. that must be great. Oh, I get the excess. Yeah. Do you get the smack in the face to like the tight, the light? Yeah, because you know when you, you put facial lotion on and then you have extra, right? Now, some people like me, I just put it on my, on my, like my, my back for some reason. The small of but, your back, right. The yeah, small of your back. That's my instinct. But my girlfriend comes around with her extra and, 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 and gives it to my face. It's nice. Katie, let's get out of here. This is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, do you have a, a question for, for TV Scott Foley or, uh, or Clueless is Donald Faison or I? Wait, why yeah. I got to be Clueless is Donald Faison? I don't know. Your most famous film. I just went with it. Why not remember the Titans? Yeah, why okay. not remember the Titans? Okay. Do you have a question for remember the Titans is Donald no. Faison? No, no, no. The guy, uh, Denzel Washington's co-star of remember do the Titans. Do you have a question for Denzel Washington's best friend and co-star? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, like obviously several questions. Um, before I, I have to, first of all, say thank you to Cole Ladisaw on Twitter because he's the one who tagged me in Joel's tweet looking for me for my tattoo. So if he didn't tag me, I might've never seen it and okay. I probably wouldn't be here. Right on. Glad you're here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so first question, kind of lighthearted. Um, this has been my question since the very beginning, but um, it's about, so it's actually also kind of timely because you guys just watched this episode not too long ago. 
So if you guys woke up one morning and you see an article from E! News that says Bill Lawrence has just released never before seen footage of Nurse Roberts's above ground pool party. <laughs> what do you guys believe in your heart is going to be on that footage? Oh, that's oh a great gosh. question. I think, oh. I think they're Xing their faces off. I think Nurse Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nurse Roberts has some MDMA and everyone is just fucking grinding on each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is an epic above ground pool party. That is an epic above ground pool party. I think that only happens on the in ground pool parties, not the above ground pool parties. I don't know, but that's a great question because we know we know this fact. They were always off the hook. They were crazy. Right. Shit went down at these things. Right. People like got somebody, in fights. People got choked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. hooked up. We know people hooked up. People hooked up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't what do I think would be in Oh wow. I'm sure wow. I'll tell you what. That's a great question if you you know we got down on the line get tagged in a lot of fan art on Instagram and if you're an artist and you want to uh, do a doodle, uh doodle what you imagine is happening at Nurse Roberts's above ground pool party. Oh my god, this is going to be so gnarly. People are going to put the gnarliest things you've ever seen in your well, life, dude. Go crazy and then we'll we'll put some on our stories. Although Joel has to freaking cipher through all of this, man. No, 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 no. They're gonna, they're gonna, no, they're gonna tag us on Instagram, so they'll show up in our feed. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then we'll, you know, don't, don't, we'll don't all have the pleasure. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not gonna give you any restrictions. Go nuts. What is happening at oh Nurse Roberts above? <laughs> 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 Yo, Instagram will give you restrictions. Let's put it down. Instagram will give you restrictions. Well, yeah, I mean, don't don't have like cocks flying and everything. I mean, if they are, have them be hidden behind. Wait, something. wait, 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 wait. What? Don't have. I'm I'm saying like be be crazy. But if they if someone goes and draws like penises flying, we'll have to like blur it. Probably you can't put that in our story. Wow. Or not? Or am I being too PG? Just no, not, no. At no, 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 not, not at all. No, you're not being too PG. You're not being PG at all. <laughs> You are not being PG at all, dude. Well, someone went and put uh, Donald, me, and Johnny C's heads on a on a on a gay porn still, and um, it's hilarious. I sent it to Donald and Johnny C. Um, <laughs> word. <laughs> why why didn't you send it to everybody yeah. else? I, I, it's not it for, it's, it's not it's for public for uh, consumption. Because it's just for us, Scott. It's just. But for Johnny us. wrote something so back, like, "Oh my god." Anyway. Johnny wrote back something like, oh, my God, Zachy, what have you done? And I started to think, I started to think that he thought that I made it. Right? 100%. <laughs> like, like I was sitting at home on my Photoshop. <laughs> uh, all right, Katie, do you have another question? Uh, yeah, and I hope it's okay, Joel. I just thought of this earlier, and that's not the one we talked about. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I this one is a little bit more, I guess, serious, not really serious. Um, most shows and like a lot of TV shows, most often comedies, they tend to like run beyond their course, so to speak. And Scrubs at eight seasons was like perfect. It didn't go too long. So I'm just wondering what the feel on set was for you guys. Like, how did you find out that season eight was ending? Like, how did they tell you? And like, how did that feel filming the last of it, knowing this is it, like this is the end? Well, you know, the crazy thing is we never really, other than season two and three, we never really knew what our fate was at the end of every season. It wasn't until around, you know, right before Upfronts where they announced all of the new fall shows that we found out we were coming back for most of the uh, time while we were making Scrubs. And 
if you recall, season eight isn't, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but season eight isn't even on the original network that Scrubs was on. So yeah. every year felt like, well, this could be it. I hope I get to see you next fall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I go to get to see you in the summer. When it was announced that it was finally over, that it, season eight was going to be the last episode of Scrubs uh, as we knew it, that was kind of, it was kind of like one of those things where you, I didn't believe it until, you know what I mean? Until it was over. And then there was this long pause in between. And then we went and did the the interns uh, show. But for the longest time, I honestly believed that, yeah, sure, this is the last season, but we'll be back next season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, a lot of people talk about how uh, emotional they were when we were making the season finale, the series finale. I don't know if you remember, Zach. I wasn't necessarily that emotional. Everybody else was really emotional. I still thought we'd be back next season, believe it or not. <laughs> I was so wrong. But, you know, yeah. so in doing it, I didn't. I wasn't as emotional as everybody else was. Sarah was very emotional. I remember that. I was very emotional, but I, I, I feel like I wanted a new chapter of, of my life. I was so blessed. I mean, I was so clear how lucky we were. I was so blessed for the opportunity and, and for how the show changed our life and for the incredible support we have from this most loyal and amazing fan base. But I think I and Bill would probably say it was time to, like, try something new. And Scott can speak to this because he's done very long runs on shows. Yeah. And and you kind of go like, this is amazing and I'm so clear how lucky I am, but I, I, I do want my life to have other chapters. For me, I wanted to have a family and, and it's very hard. It was hard for me to maintain relationships and build friend, not just romantic relationships, but friendships because of the time I spent um, in the abandoned hospital. And I, I wanted to sort of take that to a, a, a new chapter I wanted to make more movies and 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 do more filmmaking so it, I felt so grateful and I was so sad but at the time I felt like uh I want I wanted something new to to start Scott you must have felt Scott, that on, yeah, on I was, your shows I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you Scott because Scandal ran a really long time Felicity had a really nice run the unit had a really nice run like all of these shows that you were on you've experienced uh ending for a lot of shows have all of them gone out on first the terms that you guys wanted it to go out on and second how were you feeling when you got to that that point i don't think any of them have gone out on the terms that you want them to go out on you know television is uh, the kind of business that television is 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 you know you want it to run forever right, you, right. paycheck good group of people um and you know i think i think everyone from the actors to the writers to the crew is like oh wow that's i got to go look for a job now which is mm-hmm. never fun um but I think there is a a certain feeling uh, when you've done a hundred plus episodes of a TV show that runs through everybody's head, and I think everybody has some similar feeling, which is this has been great. If this keeps going, is this all I'm going to do? And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I want to try something else. Uh, but there is also like, hey, I'm not done with it yet. You know, like. Because ultimately, it's not us. With the exception of Scandal, Shonda Rhimes was the the person who said, the show is done. I don't want to write anymore. The show has had a great arc, and the characters, I've told the stories I want to tell, and that's it. I think, had the network had their way, the show would have gone on for another 10 years, because it was doing mm. so well. Mm. Um, but, but it's always, Katie, it's always... Um, 
sad. And, you know, these are people that you, you get to know really well. And, and you guys can speak to this as well. You become really close. They're your family. You see them more than you do your friends. All my friends know that when I'm on a TV show, uh, I disappear for nine months. And it's, yeah. you know, it's kind of who I am and what you got to deal with. It's an amazing, um, uh, you're so lucky to have it happen, but you do sacrifice a bunch of things. Um, I, I, I can, and that's coming as a guy who doesn't have children yet, like these guys do. I mean, it's <laughs> Donald had to go on his last show and be in Jersey City with his family in Los Angeles and be Ugh. apart from his kids for that long. And that was really, really, really hard on, on everybody. Except for his wife. <laughs> yeah, she she was so happy I was gone. She was, yeah. like, she was uh, cranking, don't stop believing. <laughs> I I, yo, I, I, I came back home and my wife was like, oh, no, that's not how we do that. Like, I did one thing. She's like, no, that's not how we do things here. That I is a, brutal. Yeah. That I is get, brutal. It happens to me, too. Who do you th- What do you think you're doing? This is right. how we do it now. Right. Ugh. I had oh, to go man. through the crash course of how to live in my own house. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's not how we do things now. <laughs> no, no, no. My mom is a uh, is a psychologist and has done a lot of marriage counseling. And she said one of the most common cu- things uh, couples fight about is how to load the dishwasher. What? Is that right? I don't. I, yeah. I don't have that problem. I don't why, have that problem. Why? Because you don't do it. <laughs> no, I load the dishwasher. <laughs> She was just giving an example. But if you tell me how to do it. She was giving an example of like a trivial thing that couples argue about. And the dishwasher is a big one. You're not supposed to tell your, your, that's exactly right, Scott. You're not supposed to tell anybody how to do Uh, your If you tell me how to do it, I'll stop doing it. Right. I'm not going to do it. But if you don't, I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, no, that's not how you put the trash can in the trash, the trash bag in the trash can. All right, then you do the shit then. You got it. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what I thought. You got it. You got it. Cut to Donald being like, yes, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it over, pinch the corners, got it. All right, Katie, it's time for Canada's favorite segment. It's time uh, to, to Kay- fix. Wait, hold on. Let's what? do it again. Katie, it's <laughs> time to fix your life. Sorry if the baby was latching. Uh Katie, we, we really, really have are transforming uh the world with this we're, segment. We're transforming every Little corner. Oprah doesn't have shit on us. On the planet. You know why? Because <laughs> we are really helping way more than she ever did on her little show. Well, uh, way more. I no, want no, the no. audience to know. I want the yeah, audience to know that Joelle just looked away and rolled her eyes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was that was that 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 is not my opinion of it either. Uh, Oprah, so please don't. You, I love that you guys think that Oprah is listening and writing your names on a list of people that not hang out with. Oh, you listen, never you, never know, with Oprah. Right. you never know what Oprah. You never know what Oprah. Both Donald and Joelle are like, listen, Oprah, in case you're listening, that is not me talking. No, listen, Joelle, you got to let him think he's Oprah because then we might all get a car. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, we are going to give a special treat out today, I think, Joelle, right? Yes. Okay, but we'll oh, save that shit. for the end. Um, all right, Katie, uh, go ahead. Is it one of these? No, it's better than that. Okay. All right, well. Katie, go ahead with your question. Uh, okay, so I did think of something. I was racking my brain because, I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I'm very blessed. My life's pretty great right now. Um, but I do You're welcome, have, Katie. You're I, welcome. <laughs> and on that note, I we do, have I, just fixed her life. That's the shortest segment we ever did. Good work, right everybody. Uh, no, I, it's a rare opportunity for you guys to fix my future life because um, I'm getting married next year. Whoa. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and it actually, it's in California, so you guys can all come through. 
We'll be there. Yeah. Yo, invite me. Invite me. As long as the booze yeah. is free, invite me. Yeah. You, you are all invited. You can carry yeah. me down the aisle. Okay. No, I don't want to do all that. I, don't to, I didn't say I wanted. To, I didn't want. I don't want to be in the wedding. I don't. I don't want to do here. manual labor. Katie. You want to be the flower girl? I just want to no. throw the flowers. I, I just no. want to be there. I just want to be there. I want to be there. Have a drink and leave. Okay, that's fine. Right, we can do that. Um, so my question to you guys and like all all of you would just be how like what would your advice be to me to just be like the best possible partner I can be to my fiance. Um, she is the most amazing person ever. She's my best friend. Uh, she's so beautiful. And I just want to make her happy forever. <laughs> oh my God. I will say, a sweet okay, person. I'm going to say one thing and one thing only. All right. But go ahead. Be tactful. Patience is so important. That is the most important thing you can have. My wife has the most patience out of anybody I've ever met in my life because if I had to deal with someone like me I would freaking not I'd, I'd, I'd leave me I would leave me if I had to deal with me and so my wife is one of the most patient people on the planet and loves me unconditionally and if you got that in you there's nothing that can be done that well I shouldn't say that there's very little that can be done to ruin your relationship my wife's tolerance of my bullshit is what keeps our relationship afloat. <laughs> All right. All right, Scott Foley, you are married with children and a successful relationship. What's your advice? Oh, man. Uh, it, I think patience is a good one. I would, I would urge you to listen to not just what they're saying, but how your fiancé is saying it. And, and why they're saying it. You know, I, I found uh, through uh, much trial and error that um, when my wife is uh, telling me something or angry at something or, or, or frustrated about something, uh, listening to that and, and not, it's the hardest thing for me, not trying to fix it, um, which a lot of men try to do and you don't seem to have that problem, I don't think. Um, <laughs> uh, it, but... But just listening and um, and not try to fix whatever the problem might be is sometimes the best way to go, because a lot of the times my wife doesn't want me to fix it or it's it's not fixable. Um, it's just a matter of being there for someone. Um, I'm not married, but one thing I think really helps me when I'm communicating in relationships. Uh, and this goes for not just from any relationship, not just romantic relationships, is being able to admit when you're wrong. Mm. I think people mm. automatically, as human beings, we shift into defend what you did at all costs. <laughs> right. And there's so much power in being able to take responsibility and truly listening to the person. And it might not be uh, what you intended. It may not have been what you thought you said. But whatever it is that upset them because of the way they experienced it, you can go, there's so much power I have found in being able to go, okay, I'm just giving you a random example. That is certainly not what I intended, and I'm very sorry that that, that made you feel that way, and I, I apologize if that's, if that's how it came across. Just being able to stop and go, stop defending and stop trying to be right 
and being able to say, okay, I've digested what you're saying. I certainly didn't intend it that way or, or, or whatever it is. I'm just, you know, picking an example and then being able to take responsibility, I think is, is a very, very powerful tool in all of your relationships. Now, Zach, I have a question for you. Are you able to do that without then going, what I meant was, hmm. and you know, like, um, that's, I think a, that's you, a problem for me. Right. No, I, th- I think I, th- well, I think, <laughs> I, you I know, th- I, because I usually, I'm usually the guy like, look, I, I did not, wow, that, that did not, you took that the wrong way. And I'm, I'm so sorry if it came out that way. What I meant to say was the way you fucking put that goddamn dish in the dish. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. Yeah. Now I was about to say, I was about to say, cause what if you meant that shit when you said it? <laughs> That's the thing. No, what I mean, I think a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, if your partner gets upset, you certainly didn't in, intend to hurt their feelings or Never. for them to get upset. That's not that's Never. not a normal person's intention. Of course it happens. So what happened? There was a miscommunication or there was a sensitivity on one of the people's part. Um, and I think we get stuck in argument loops because both people are trying to be right. And if 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 you can go... Um, if you can both go like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm di- And also, I think a lot of people don't feel heard. They're like, I'm speaking in fucking circles because you're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of power in saying, I do hear you. You're saying this. That's not what I intended. Um, I apologize for it coming across like that. Here's what I meant to say. Not in the aggressive, jokey way that Scott's saying it, but saying in a way like, this is truly what I meant. Now, I'm not saying it's going to solve all arguments, but I think it's a very sort of peaceful way to have a, a, a conversation. I think there's one other thing you mentioned in there, Zach, that's so important to remember is that when you're with someone, you're with them because you love them and you want to be with them. And never, ever do you intend to hurt that person or to right. hurt their feelings. Right. But it does happen. And you just have to remember that neither one of you wants to hurt the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'll give you, my therapist told me to read a book that I haven't read yet, so I can't vouch for it, but it's called <laughs> Getting the Love You Want. And I know it's a, pow- it's a very popular um, sort of uh, couples conversation book. So, Katie, you can read that. That's my wedding gift to you. Dan, was there uh, something you wanted to say? Oh, no, I was just sitting up in my chair. I support everything you guys have said so far. I think <laughs> patience, listening. I mean, it's just all very smart advice, and I think it concentrates on having respect for your partner and and being aware of your own not necessarily shortcomings but you know situations where you could be at fault it's all about being equal partners yeah and Joel, then became, yeah, Joel, I, I would I would call on you Joel but we're trying to find you somebody right now yes so, this is all this, my relationship uh, advice would be terrible and yeah. <laughs> oh snap here we go wait 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 what does this say yeah, find Joella Lover. Wow. Is this your wife? this on Twitter, yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, we are working <laughs> on finding... We are working on finding Joella partner. Um, I actually had someone slide into my DMs and say, hey, uh, introduce me to Joelle. Um, I got to do a little recon on her. But um, Word. don't worry. This segment, Scott Foley, you may have missed this because I don't know how often you listen to the show, but we are working on a new segment called Find Joella Lover. Uh, we're going to be hopefully teaming up with a popular dating app. Did I tell you, did I mention on the show that there's a gaming gamers dating app? What? No, no. no. Someone told me um, that there's a, how app. does that work? How does a gamers dating app work? Well, Aren't I'm they sure busy they can, playing video games no, the whole they time. Can, and they can play together. Their courtship could start playing a game. Right. My wife and I play video games all the time together. Yeah. Right. Love to hear it. 
I would love, love to you. hear two people just meet on a date and play Call of Duty together I'm or some shit like right that. Yes. I'm not gonna or some out. game or some game where they're yelling, I fucking bodied you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. You should hear Marika. You should um, hear Marika when we play Halo online against 12-year-olds. It's fantastic. I love it. Okay, listen. I um I think it's called Kippo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm doing the work because I normally would ask Joelle to do this, but because this is for her, I want here here are a few soul geek, girl gamer dating, LFG dating, gamer dating, gaming passions, looking for gamers, Zusk. Zusk. Anyway, the point is, uh, if any of you work there, uh, maybe hit us up because we really wanted this to become a a segment called Find Joelle a Lover. Oh my god! We even got a theme song. What? Let's hear it. Do we it's have on it? deck. It's on deck. It's, it's, it's in the works. It's yeah. on Dan, right. Dan's writing it. It's been. I'm so excited. It was already in an episode. Oh, it was. All right. Yes. Well, then Dan will play What's... it here. Sorry. I hope there's bounce in there, Dan. If not, please add some bounce. All right. I will. In that intro, I want there to be a clip of Joel just going, "Oh my god!" Like. <laughs> no problem. That's good. Thank you, Katie, the, our, our favorite, good our note. favorite editor. So Dan, it goes bow chicka chicka ween. Oh my god. Okay. Bow chicka bow bow. Oh my god. All right, Katie, um, you've been an awesome guest. Congratulations on your nuptials. Hopefully, when you and your uh, fiance get into an argument, uh, you'll take our advice, um, and it will save everything. Um, awesome. Oh, I forgot, almost forgot to say that you are getting a prize. And we don't, we haven't given away a prize in a long time. No, Scott Foley, not you. Scott Foley ah. sat up in his chair. <laughs> it's not, as in his own screening room, he's trying to get your fucking present, Katie. <laughs> Is it all right Scott, that she lives in it. Canada, Joelle? Are we going to be able to? I'm right across Uh-oh. from Detroit, if that helps. You might have to go pick it up in Detroit at the border. I mean, I, I can't cross at the moment, but... We'll figure it out, Katie. I will, I, will, I will augment the postage with my own money, if need be. We are sending you a whole pallet of GT's kombucha. You're mm-hmm. kidding! Right. No well, jokes. Are we sending the aqua kefir, too? Yes. I cannot s- tell you yet what's in there, but I will remember. Joelle, just say yes. We are sending. <laughs> Donald's worried that he's not getting some and his aqua kefir is going to her. It's no, we're sending. <laughs> we're sending you the mother load, Katie. Oh, uh, my God. The That's good folks amazing. at GT's Kombucha will be sending you a, a whole palette that you can that you can enjoy and serve at your wedding if you so choose. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. This is wild. And you guys don't plug yourselves enough. So I feel like. If you don't do it, I should plug you go guys. Ahead. Go, 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 ahead, go ahead, Katie. Plug, plug, all plug right, away. All right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, first of all, all you listeners out there, if you are not operating a motor vehicle, you need to do this right now. Pull up your phone, pull up your computer, open up Twitter, go follow, first of all, Girl Joelle, J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E on Twitter. Whoa. Oh my yeah. gosh, she got the whole rhythm. The cadence was perfect. <laughs> then right. go over, follow DJ underscore Daniel on both Twitter Aww. and Twitch. Oh, stream on Twitch. Okay. If you have five dollars, give him a sub. And you know, I mean, like while you're there, you can follow me too. Um, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitch. I'm that random chick. That's me. Uh, and then go back to Twitter. Follow these two. You probably already do. Follow these three. I'm so sorry, Scott K. Foley. He's busy. Sorry. Hi, Scott. Uh, sorry, daughter. <laughs> 
follow Scott K. Foley, follow at Donald Faison, follow at Zach Braff, then go over to Instagram. First thing you're going to do is follow everybody, but especially follow Donald underscore Azon. The F is underscore. Get him to a million followers. What are you doing if you don't follow him right now? Wow. Thank you very much, Katie. 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 Let me tell you something right now, Katie. Katie, I'm going to tell you something right now. Wow. I'm going to use that on another episode. We're going to use that on another episode. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that we'll is come, the, We'll cut to that. At the end of another episode, we'll go, and now for our hype woman, Katie, and then we'll just play that recording. Done. That's all I've ever wanted in life, really. And, you know, Katie, that was amazing. We should get her a T-shirt cannon because I felt like she was just shy of shooting <laughs> T-shirts. All she needed right? <laughs> wedding gift to you is a t-shirt cannon. A t-shirt cannon? Is it going to yep. be filled with the eagle t-shirts? Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. By the way, thank you for talking continue, about that. Continuing to be a good hype woman, please go buy our merch. Uh, you go to uh, cottonbureau.com and then search for Fake Doctors Real Friends. We've got all sorts of fun things out. And uh, and that's it. Um, Katie, we'll let you stay to the end of the show because you're so rad and, uh, and our hype woman. Hype woman Katie, y'all. She did what she needed to do, and it was amazing. You guys, that's that's the show for this week. I hope that you are staying safe. Please, please, please stay where you are. You know, uh, we all love family. We all want to be with our folks. We get it, but whew, it's dangerous out there, and the show has already lost people very important to it and uh we don't want to lose any of you we're thankful for you we love you and we want you to continue to be with us as we make this incredible journey through scrubs so thanks for listening oh and guys of course if you want to be on the show there's two ways to do it technically the best way is to go through the email that's scrubs iheart at gmail.com scrubs iheart at gmail.com but as we saw with Katie, you can also, if you're clever enough, hit me up on Twitter. Okay, you're going to have to be extra bit, a tattoo on your side big to make it that way. Um, you know, we can't be reaching out to everybody on Twitter. There's a lot. It's harder to organize than if you just go directly through the email. So shoot your shots. Take your chances. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Here's some stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate I said here's a story that you all should know So gather around to hear our Gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dino This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California 
is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.